0: I dig it.
1: All right, so this is the Student of the Gun collaboration with Spikes Tactical. It's called the Lexington and Concord. It's an instrument of liberty.
0: <laughs> instrument of Liberty. Does it That's come right. with a bayonet?
1: No, it didn't come with a bayonet. Oh, did But it's got a mid length gas system, so it puts the the front site housing right where it needs to be. Unlike short ones, if you had a short gas system and a sixteen inch barrel, there'd be that much barrel sticking out.
0: Yeah. There's Evan.
1: Hey, what's up, hippy? Hey, guys. So, How are we yeah, doing? This is the new OKC Marine Corps bayonet, the, the current issue.
0: Who's OK- oh, OKC? Um,
1: Ontario Knife Company.
0: Ontario Knife Company. Okay.
1: okay. Yeah. So yeah, we got the fixed stock. Is it it's the A- eighteen eighteen inch eighteen inch full profile barrel. 16-inch. night fission, tritium sights. and can't hardly see them, but tritium sights. Got a flashlight mount right there. Yeah.
0: Is that Magpul yeah. uh, handguard?
1: Magpul handguard, Magpul uh, pistol grip, Spikes tactical upper and lower.
0: I like it, yeah. man. It looks so, good. It looks old school. So you're yeah, doing it's, this with Spikes. It's
1: supposed to be Rugged and reliable, 6 pounds, 14 ounces, empty. And it comes with, because we're all about enlightenment and education, yeah. it comes with the uh, martial application of the rifle book by me, the student of the gun uh, target. It comes with the Galco slick strap, which isn't on it right now, and uh, frog loop sample. Plus a letter congratulating you on your purchase of, an like instrument of, of the instrument of Liberty.
0: How about that?
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: And where can, where can people get these?
1: Well, they, they can go to spikestactical.com.
0: Okay. They get them and, directly uh, from Spikes.
1: Yep. Go to the completed rifle section and uh, just order it from them.
0: Direct from them. Do you have a link on your website also?
1: Uh, yeah, well, in our radio show, in the radio notes we do, but uh, just go to Spikes, go to Complete Rifles, and it'll say, "The student of the gun, Lexington and Concord, an instrument of liberty," because that's what rifles are supposed to be in the hands of citizens, right? Yeah. Instruments of liberty. The Minutemen. That's right. Any 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 militia, any militia men or Minuteman, any Minuteman would be proud to have this in their
2: hands.
0: So check it out. Here it is. I'm on Spike's Tactical website right now. Student of the Gun, the Lexington and Concord, Mr. More Liberty, $1,130, and it comes with two books.
1: No, one book.
0: One book. Oh, and the, the lube.
1: And the lube. And
0: the galco. And the,
1: and the slick strap, and the, the target, and all that good stuff. Hmm. That's a good looking rifle though. I love those butt stocks.
0: What are it's your classic, um, what's yeah. your backup sight? Is that a magpul backup sight too?
1: Yeah, it's m Bust. It comes with the Mbus. It doesn't come with an EOTech. It comes with it's ready to go out of the box. It's got the the night vision tritium front sight. It's got the Mbus backup sight or
0: I need to do a rifle.
3: Aren't you building like a 458 right now?
0: I've got uh, yeah, a 223 and a 458, but I haven't got all the stuff
3: yet
1: yeah how you been paul oh i've been good been good yeah? busy busy like a one-legged ass kicker
3: <laughs> i'd like to hear uh wanted to thank you for this book again the uh the pipe pitters guide i love ah. it man. I've, been, I've been about halfway through i've been reading it right before i go to bed and it's awesome
1: is that the one to small arms or which one's that yeah which?
3: small arms yeah i just barely got it from the last show you guys were on and the question I asked, I guess, uh, got it, but oh, I love it. It's been great, so thank you. You're welcome. And
1: thank you to Nicholas
3: Orr.
1: Yeah, and and uh, I referenced I referenced Marco's book in there.
3: I know. <laughs> I got to that spot about halfway through.
1: So this one in my pause is the VP12. Okay. Yeah, this is the VP12. I, I really like it. You know, a lot of them that were coming in, are we, can we talk about this shit right
0: now? I mean, we can. Um, okay. It's going to be out of order, but...
4: Um, uh, well, okay. We can do it. Hey, Leadheads. White Settle with Seal One. Just here to talk to you and tell you a little bit about our product. Seal One CLP Plus is a bio-based, non-toxic product. It comes in a paste, liquid, aerosol, and pre-saturated, bore-specific patches called Seal Skins. They all do the same thing, just different methods of application. The best way to use our product is to start with a clean firearm. There's two reasons why I say that. First, you start with the Seal One CLP Plus by field stripping your firearm and covering the entire firearm inside and out, bore, barrel, everything with the Seal One CLP Plus. You'll see how easy it spreads around. You'll want to wait about 15 to 20 minutes, then you come back and you want to wipe it all off. So you see how easy it is to put on and remove. And the second reason we say to use a clean firearm is you'll find that it's not clean. We're gonna pull out more carbon that's been left behind with whatever product you've been using before. Okay, it takes about three cleanings. So I like to say a clean shoot, clean shoot, clean shoot, just normal usage before the Seal one CLP Plus has removed whatever product that you were using before and has seasoned the firearm. It's kind of like breaking in a cast iron skillet. And after that first cleaning, you will notice a difference. And with each successive cleaning, you will find that it gets easier and easier to clean. Seal One CLP Plus is a dry lubricant and is designed to work as such. You will find that malfunctions are virtually eliminated when used properly because the majority of all malfunctions are caused to carbon buildup. And with the Seal One CLP Plus, the carbon does not build up seal one clp plus is safe on all metals plastics composites polymers rubber wood and leather seal one clp plus is a one and done formulation no other products are required or needed to clean and lubricate and protect your firearm that's why we say seal one and done seal one is a proud sponsor of the talking lead podcast and the leadhead brigade use the code leadhead for a 25 percent off discount
0: so I did I'll a I did an part. episode last year with Dissident Arms, and we talked a little bit about the history. But I know Mark Marco will probably want to deep dive into the history. So we'll just go ahead and get started while we're waiting on Marco, everybody. So Paul just okay. introduced you to his new rifle, the Student of the Gun, Concord. What is it, Lexington, Lexington and Concord. Concord? Very cool. Some and why issues. did you, what what made you want to do that?
1: Well, we've been referring to. You know, ever since we turned our microphones on, I've been saying, hey, America, you need to start looking at your rifle, not as a, a range toy or a collector's item, or even a hunting implement. You need to start looking at your freaking rifle as an instrument of liberty. Uh, and when somebody tries to take it away from you, understand that they're not trying to take away your range toy, they're trying to take away your liberty. Uh, the A rifle in the hands of a citizen is supposed to be an instrument of liberty. So we've been yakking about that for a long time now. And I said, you know, why don't we have a create a manifestation of an instrument of liberty? And, uh, you know, I I believe that. Well, I don't believe it. I know that the AR-15 is the number one rifle in the United States of America, thanks to the liberals. You know, that's crazy. Before the 1994 crime bill. People who owned black rifles were a tiny little niche. It was a little tiny niche market yeah. in the United States. And then they they lost their minds. They're like, bah, bah, nah, we got to buy them. And so most people that never even would have thought about buying one or wanted one, were all, all of a sudden they were like, hmm.
0: They created the what? craze.
1: Yeah, they're like, well, what is this all about? And if they don't want me to have it, I probably need one. Yeah. And so 10 years later, they went from a tiny percentage of Americans owning AR-15s to a massive, huge, it is the number one most owned centerfire rifle in the United States, hands down. Well, that means that there's more parts, accessories, magazines, ammunition for that gun in the United States than any other gun, right. even the AK. So uh, it, it was pretty obvious that I needed to you know, spec out an AR. So I looked at it and I was like, I want it. To, I don't want it to be a game toy. I don't want it. I don't want it to be a competition gun. I, you know, none of that crap. It needs to be robust and reliable,
0: a serious, rifle.
1: robust, reliable gun battle. Rifle. Uh, yeah. Something that you could like, if you drop it in the mud or on the ground or whatever, pick it up and just shoot it. And, so I've spent, I've spent enough time with with AR-15s in my hands. I don't know, 35 years or so, uh, that I know that the that the mid length gas system uh, is. If you got to have a 16 inch barrel anyway, I mean, if, if you're if you can have. Where's your mic? Or, uh,
0: just I'm going to interrupt. Where's your mic at on that thing that's dangling? Is it on? It's right here. It's right there. It's rubbing on your shirt when you're talking. Mm-hmm.
1: Let me take my shirt off. Yeah, so, baby. <laughs> are, you, are you trying to get me? Now are you trying try to get me to take my shirt off? That
0: or just hold it, hold it away from your shirt.
1: This is streaming live to OnlyFans, so yes. And a, and a sit here <laughs> for the whole for the whole show. Was that the tactical
0: microphone. badger you got on your shirt? That's Look at a way that. cool shirt. Oh, <laughs>
1: that's the honey badger, man, from Black yeah, that's Hills. Brad. That's
0: what I thought it was. Yeah, that's a cool. Yeah, shirt. that's
1: the Black Hills honey badger right there. I like that. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, if you're going to have a 16-inch barrel, you don't need a short gas system, and so we went with a mid-length because, quite frankly, it's a better system. That's what uh, I go with when I build
0: mine. I always go with the mid-length.
1: Yeah, and it pushes the front sight housing out where it needs to be, so that if you you know if you're a free man or a free woman, you want to put a bayonet on your gun, yeah. which you should. Hey, or a
0: chainsaw um, or a spike.
1: Yeah, a chainsaw, you know, whatever. Flamethrower. Flamethrower. <laughs> uh, we went with the A two front sight housing obviously because of bayonet lug, but also because I wanted it to be robust. You know, I didn't want some a flip-up fold down thing, it could break or snap off. Yeah. Uh, we went with the night vision tritium front sight, because if you're yes. gonna have iron sights, you wanna be able to see your sight, and night vision makes the best they make the best AR fifteen Tritium front sites that are available,
5: yeah
1: uh, so, so we went with them uh, and then I decided to go with the fixed stock because uh, you know the truth of the matter is most people just pull their stock out and they and they leave it uh, yep. We have this weird this this weird belief that retractable makes it more tactical um, it's just easier to store that's all it is, yeah, but I also wanted it to be like I said robust. Um, and if, if you needed to, to, to crack a coconut or a, a watermelon with that, that, uh, butt stock, you can do it.
0: Yeah. Well, and where did you get that from? Who makes that one?
1: The, the stock? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure where they sourced it from.
0: Okay. Cause I don't um, think Magpul makes one like that, do they? Who does? I don't think Magpul makes one like that, do they?
1: No, okay. no, they sourced it from somebody else. I got you. But the, yeah, I told him, I said, I want an A1 length. Because uh, despite the fact that I am a Marine, uh, the Marine Corps screwed up the AR-15 when they put the the A-2 length stock on it. Yeah. Uh, the, the A-1 length was the correct length. Yeah. It's kind of like we've talked about AKs. You know, Marco and I and you, we understand that the original AK stock length is the correct length. And when they put the U.S. American extra long one on there, it's wrong. It's fucking stupid quite frankly did
0: you do anything uh, uh special with your buffer tube
1: no Just it's stock
0: standard buffer uh, tube and yeah weight?
1: and that's another thing is the 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 bolt carrier uh spring. and the bull carrier group is stock mil spec it's a full bolt bolt carrier it's not any of this lightened up drilled hole titanium yeah. competition bullshit need any of that. where you have to uh change the weight of the buffer change the weight of the buffer spring no no, there's nothing competition on that gun at all because competition leads to, well, at least a breaking. So is it, it a spikes
0: spikes barrel spikes BCG um, spikes yeah, trigger? Yeah, spikes
1: BCG spikes lower profile upper profile barrel, the uh, forged upper forged lower.
0: Very nice. And and does it say um, Lexington and Concord on the? Is it engraved on there?
1: No, and you know why. uh -uh. Uh, we talked about that we kicked it back and forth we're like well if we you know like if we take our our lower and we do special engraving on it we're gonna have to add uh, cost cost Cost, and i didn't want it to be a competition you know if you look it's probably one of the the least expensive stock rifles on their website (laughs) and i did that on purpose because i wanted it to be affordable so it's a hundred percent yes a rifle
0: is proud of their Uh, their their rifles
1: well, they are, and 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 they they are for a reason because they make tough, you know, hundred percent made the USA well built rifles.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know that they need to be that expensive, but yours is very affordable, especially for what you're getting on this, mm-hmm. uh, with with all the features that you've got, and yep, the uh, the additional the sling, the lube, and of course the book, the book, the martial application of the rifle by Paul, Mar- Paul Markle. Look at there. So yeah. does this remind you of back when you were in the, the Marines? Is that why you kind of made this design?
1: Well, you know, I, I, I like I said, I, I've been, you know, I started out in the Marine Corps in 87, uh, with the M 16, a two, and then, uh, you know, it, it morphed. I, I never had an a one when I was active duty. That was, they, they went out in like 83. Yeah. Um, uh, but I've seen the changes with the M4 and the M4A1 and the you know all the different stuff, and yeah, if you're if you're running a fourteen and a half inch barrel, okay, use a short gas system, use a cut down barrel. Um, but I didn't. It's obviously we didn't want to make it a class three item, so you know sixteen inches is the way to go. And I went with you know I went with an That's A2 uh, flash hider compensator because they're robust and you can slip the bayonet over them.
0: Yeah. And you can change it out if you want to.
1: Yeah, if you want to. I mean, if you, if, to. if you don't, if you don't have one of these or something similar, but there's. I want to
0: get me another one with the front post sight. Um, I used to have a couple like that, and I changed them out. So, I really like that look on those.
1: Everyone, every citizen, not every one, every citizen should have at least one rifle onto which you can affix a bayonet.
0: There you go, And there it yes. is. So go to spikes there tackle uh, spikes tactical Leadheads heads and just go under the complete rifles and there's right now it's the very first one that comes up. Look at there, you guys are first in the rotation. How sweet is that? Yeah. How sweet it is. But this is the talking lead AK corner. Um, it is. <laughs> but I mean, you you can't talk AKs without taking talking AR sometime, and we do have the. The AK versus AR episode still coming up this year. Um, I think we're going to save that for the last episode of the year. We're going to there you a, go. That a, makes sense. A battle royale. So nice. Uh, give me give me a little time to build my team and let Dooley build his team up. You know, who wants to be on my team? Raise your hand. Team AK. <laughs> Actually, I'm the neutral party. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, you have to be the moderator.
0: I'm the moderator, yeah. that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to moderate. Uh, but welcome in, heads. Appreciate you tuning in to another episode of the Talking Lead AK Corner. This is our, was it, September edition of the Talking yep. Lead AK Corner. And uh, we're going to talk shotguns. We're going to talk AK shotguns this episode. Uh, we did an episode last year with the guys from Dissident Arms, Mike and Lan with Dissident Arms. And very good episode, really good episode. I, I went back and listened yeah. to it uh, a couple of days ago, and full of great information. But uh, I think we we talked a little more about their stuff and their customization, and we did more like race gun uh, talk. So I wanted to get and focus on you know just the the AK style um, shotguns. So, and we we may talk some other ones too because there's some pretty cool. Look! Look at my little buddy here. I got my new little buddy. This is this is Beatrice. I'm babysitting for Drew. Drew. Oh, okay. Drew went out of town. That's why Drew's not joining us this episode. Otherwise, he would be on. But uh, he and and wifey went out of town, so I I told him I'd babysit for him. Puppy sit. Oh. So that's Beatrice. She's a good girl. She's real. She's so she might jump up from time to time, but. Uh, Marco is supposed to join us Again, he is running late So I, uh, Here I come, he says so. He, he'll jump on any he, minute now
1: <laughs> Is he on MPT? Is he on Marco People Time? Yeah,
0: right <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he's still on uh, Russian Time, I don't know
1: but, uh, He's uh, on Moscow Time I'm going yeah, to buy him a watch I'm
0: um, going to buy him a watch But yeah, so we And and Marco wasn't on that episode either, so I know a lot of you have been wanting to get Marco's take uh, on the the shotguns, and of course Paul has extensive um, experience and knowledge with the the AK twelve gauges, and then Evan, my my cameraman and social media expert Evan Floodman, joining us, ladies Yes, sir. Me. Welcome in, Floodman. Hello, hello. Floodman. And you've got some some pretty extensive hands-on here recently too with some some of the uh, shotguns
3: yeah Yeah, so i've had a um i'm sure i'll get burned for it but saga or sega however you want to say it but uh sega i've had a sega 12 since gosh 2012 i think i got it right before they uh banned the import which was 2014 um and i bought it you know brand new from a department store unconverted so I've had that for years. Uh, and then I have the uh, KUSA KS-12, um, which is, they're fun, man. I, you know, I love AKs. So yeah, uh, I had to have at least uh, a couple of the 12 gauges. Um, always wanted the vepper, Haven't been able to get my hands on one. Um, but yeah, I, I really love the, uh, just the whole AK pattern theme behind it. Um, I, I, I think it's hard to find a reliable mag fed 12 gauge and uh finding them uh you know in the ak pattern i think was a important thing for me because i always thought you know hey ak's are reliable the shotgun's got to be there so you yeah. know well, they think- certainly have their uh, downfalls with really cheap ammo like any uh good good firearm will but now they're tons of fun so stoked to be on the show tonight i don't know how much knowledge i'll be able to bring to the history behind them no a little bit but We'll wait for, uh, that's
0: okay. We'll you know, let you
3: chime Marco in for
1: that
3: one. <laughs> chime well, in you, as you, you fill can in.
1: Just refer to the, uh, to the Nick's book there about shotguns. Yeah. Yeah, that's
3: true. We did talk about that.
0: That's right. Show that. Hold <laughs> that up. Show them that book. Just you got me a, a mag
1: in it. Yeah. You, 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 that's only been a month. It was last month.
0: Yeah. yeah. Last episode. Yeah, it was last month. Yeah. We did sniper rifles. We talked sniper rifles.
1: That was a good giant, episode.
3: Gigantic drum.
0: Look at you with the drum, baby. <laughs> How does it this work? Thing,
3: it actually, this drum works well. This is the uh, MD Arms. This drum works well. These drums, the 12 round from ProMag, aren't the best. They're fun. But, no. <laughs> yeah, ProMag. ProMag right? <laughs> Pro <Mag> sucks. <laughs> so I can get it to feed sometimes if I use black, uh, what is it, the uh, graphite lube, that like dust lube. But uh, it's it's hit and miss. You need to just throw that <laughs> in the
0: trash, dude. It's not even. No, come on,
3: man. Give that to a homeless
1: person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, uh, I showed this last uh, last year. Uh, I still have the comrade, rocking the. It's just the shorter version of the one you've got. Yeah. Um, the one that you're running. So this is the the comrade. I don't know what legal state this is in these days, but uh,
1: <laughs> it. It varies from minute to minute, hour Minutes to yeah. hour. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But this was neither a a rifle or a shotgun. It was just a firearm in the computer. It's a firearm.
1: It's it's like the shockwave. The shockwave yep. is a firearm.
0: It's just yeah, it's right. just a firearm. So I don't know the classification of it. There he it. is.
1: There's the man.
0: Marco, we're gonna buy you a <laughs> <Marco>. watch.
1: Polo <Hello. laughs>
0: Marco I'm sorry
1: about that one again. Good lord. Your pipes didn't burst
6: this time, did they? No. You're not, not underwater? Time. Not this time. I mean, uh, no excuses. I can't excuse I'm just outright freaking late, and I should be punished for it. All right, we're going to
0: admonish you. You're admonished. So, but I, I got to ask, whose birthday is it, Paul? You got a big happy birthday thing behind That's
1: you. My, it was my wife's birthday last week.
0: Oh, well, happy birthday, wife. Oh, happy birthday. Happy
1: birthday. Yeah.
0: So, you, all week? Is it an all week celebration?
1: Yeah, I just didn't take it down. (laughs) I see that.
6: Well, uh, since we're in celebrations, I just celebrated my 31st anniversary.
0: Of? On Uh, September
6: 11th.
3: Nice. I thought you were about to say birthday.
0: 31st anniversary (laughs) of coming out of the closet or what? See.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, And that, too. But don't tell anyone. (laughs) Uh, I had my anniversary on on the 11th, too. Oh really? Well, it's been four four years. Uh, I'm I'm four years clean. Four years cancer free. Cancer
0: free. free. Nice.
3: Nice, Congratulations. Congrats. Congrats. All right, buddy. That's all. All right. So, you
0: had a checkup. You going back in? Everything's no, (laughs) yeah. Fuck the doctors.
1: Running on luck on that one. Well,
0: good for you, man.
1: Yeah. When 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 the COVID hit, they're like, we can just do phone appointments, and like.
0: okay yeah that's how serious i need to come in screw y'all well congratulations i know you've been working hard at it too man with your diet and your exercise you're always hitting the gym looking good bro what do you do what are you squatting now what do you have like 500
1: i I, I squat a barbell it's an olympic barbell it has two inch rings two inch collars on it
0: yeah okay (laughs) okay And so Evan also – I mean, we're into physical fitness now. So Evan also started working out, getting in shape. About
3: time. About time, yeah. So funny story. Um, So the the mountain that I live on, people will, like, leave whatever they don't want at the bottom of the mountain by these dumpsters, and someone left a treadmill. So I was like, all right, treadmill. So I grabbed it, and that was, like, two months ago. It they wasn't left working. A treadmill. The yeah, yeah, it's like this uh, smaller fold-up one. It wasn't working though, and it was throwing these error codes. So I found out it was just missing the magnet. Threw a couple fridge magnets on it. Been running like two miles a day. Been lifting some weights, and you know, trying to eat better. It's about time though. I, I don't go to the gym. I'm not that type of person. So I figured I'd utilize free stuff I find by the dumpsters. Yeah, you doing the
0: <laughs> the Rocky Four workout?
3: Yeah, exactly. Logs.
0: Logs yeah. and and. Barnes, doing the sit-ups. Yep, I was lifting a
1: bunch of logs yesterday, actually, so yeah. <laughs> so I, I gotta ask Marco, who who are you rooting for in, in Rocky IV, man? In Rocky Four, <laughs> He was rooting for Ivan Drago, man. That's who, he, that's who he was rooting for. Drago. Go, check this out. Um, so,
6: <clears throat> when those movies like starting to come out, like Rambo and... Uh, Rocky and all this stuff. Red Dawn. So I was was like, you know, playing sports really heavily back then, like a real national-ranked athlete and stuff. And uh, we were just making fun of that shit. I mean, we couldn't believe how stupid those two movies were. (laughs) I mean, in conversations when somebody comes up. And since then it became like this meme that uh, anything Rambo is anyone that is stupid enough to like, you know later in the service when somebody was like uh, trying to be tougher than uh, than he usually is or something or trying to prove something he had a chip on his shoulder we would say like oh yeah he goes fucking rambo you know
5: <laughs>
3: and things like that
6: and uh, and then uh, of course everybody made fun of that
3: fucking rocky four are you saying i can't heal a gaping wound with gunpowder no, you can.
5: <laughs> oh, you can? You,
6: you can, sure can make a gaping wound with gun It's it like, uh, what are you trying to say, that Jesus Christ cannot hit the curveball?
1: <laughs> That's right.
6: <laughs> Remember that
1: no, dude, dude, freaking uh, Clint Eastwood did that in uh, uh, Two Mules for Sister Sarah. I haven't seen that Two one. Mules oh, for Sister oh, Sarah. Oh, boy. Two Mules for Sister Sarah is You're a classic. You're reaching back. You've got to write that one down. Yeah. It's been uh, a long time. He, he cauterized the wound with gunpowder.
6: The whole thing with all this, like, uh, the Hollywood and the wound treatment techniques, it's like uh, taking a bullet out is the main thing. And that's how you save a person's life. We just got to get the bullet out. <laughs>
1: you Dig know that know bullet you get out. out with a knife. Yeah. Well as soon uh, as the bullet comes out they stop bleeding. And you and, know? Yeah, and the person gets up and is like, Oh yeah, okay, thank you. And then moves on.
6: <laughs> yeah. Well alive. you have
1: to you have to throw the bullet into a metal dish. Oh yeah, so, so, it so that it clinks, out. then yeah. then you know you're good.
6: Yeah, the audience otherwise would not buy it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: So, Marco, we're talking shotguns this episode, a.k.a. shotguns. This time,
6: I'm prepared. This time, I'm prepared. You were prepared last well, time. I'm strong enough to lift this one.
0: Oh, look at it. So, what are you What are you showing us?
6: So, I have two right here. One of them was, of course, the mullet.
0: They look like a mullet. And that
6: was the first one that actually came in for certification by ATF. It's the Viper 12.
0: There's the Viper.
6: Nice. And, you know, after they, uh, you know, test it and everything, whatever they conclude that it's, uh, importable, then they return the guns. And this is one of the first ones that came in back in the nineties. No, this is, this happened in, uh, I want to say 2013, 2013. When the Veper 12 showed up. Oh, the Veper.
0: Yeah. The Veper were like 2000. Yeah.
6: Yeah. And I can, uh, I have an interesting story attached to this gun actually to this type of gun and then this thing right here god knows if i remember if i remember what model number this is or where it's called this actually was brought in by uh, eo inc or oh, interarms
0: i o yeah, Inc. A,
6: interarms yeah interarms actually manufacturer and this is uh, em12b and it's a Chinese um clone, but a good one. The Lynx? No. This is uh the JTS inner inner arms.
0: It's just inner uh, arms, okay.
6: EM twelve B. So really far back to that this, go? Uh, tactical handguard and stuff. It's got um adjustable gas block. I don't know if you can see that or not.
0: See that little Yeah. Yep. See the adjustable gas block there? Nice.
6: And uh actually well designed but they um did with the you know, the rib top cover and yeah. stuff. Is that a four
0: position I, gas gas system?
6: Yeah, two position, yeah. Two position, for, okay. For uh, brass, low, brass. You know, low, low brass and uh tall brass and-
3: so does that run off the same uh principles of like the the Vepra and the Saga, where it has like the puck inside that gas system that puck yeah. hits that, yep, yep, that piston. Yep. It's interesting how they did that for the, the shotgun as opposed to just like the long stroke piston you see in an AK. <clears throat> would that still, I you know I've never asked this question, but is that still considered a, a long stroke gas system even with that puck or would that be considered a short stroke? <laughs> it's It's a
6: weird hybrid but it's still considered a long stroke. Yeah, okay. And, uh, look, of course, you can see, you know, you can take a, a gun out of China, but you could never take the China out of gun.
0: <laughs> what, what do we got?
6: All kinds of gips and stuff right here, you yeah.
0: know. Oh, up around the the safety area there?
6: Right. Yeah, which is like, let's say Selector if you take switches. a mullet, they, um, I mean, the depper, that is.
0: There's the vapor. You can see where
6: everything is kind of fitting a little,
0: in. A little tighter, yep. yeah.
6: And I like this feature right here.
0: The, the little the brace. The little lever
6: on the safety. And then on the other side, you've got the thumb safety. Yeah.
0: Yeah, very nice. Hey there, Leadhead Brigade. Lefty here with some important news for you. Forecasters from the University of Arizona warn that 2023 will be a very active hurricane season, and they're asking people to get prepared. They're expecting the number of major hurricanes this year to be similar to 2017, which saw the extremely intense and damaging hurricanes that we all heard about Harvey, Irma, and that nasty old Maria. How bad can it get? Well, when Hurricane Ida hit the Gulf Coast, it destroyed countless homes and left many without access to food, clean water, millions lost power. Most didn't have power for weeks. The floods that followed the hurricane washed out the roads, made it impossible for grocery stores to restock their shelves. Families were left hungry and desperate, waiting for help that was slow to arrive. But what if you didn't have to be reliant on the government, FEMA, your neighbor, grocery stores during these crises? The answer is simple. Be prepared with emergency food kits from 4Patriots. Their long-lasting, delicious food options are specifically designed to provide you and your loved ones with the sustenance you need when you need it the most. 4Patriots Survival Food Kits are hand-packed in the USA. They last 25 years. They come packed inside covert storage totes. They include a wide variety of delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners. They've even got some snacks that are tasty. And they're backed by thousands of five-star customer reviews. Just go check out their website, 4Patriots.com, and read them for yourself. 4Patriots Survival Food is not just for natural disasters. Because in today's world of uncertain supply chains and unpredictable emergencies, it's more important than ever to have a backup plan. Whether it's a temporary power outage... A winter blizzard or rising food costs, which we're all feeling that these days, right? You can rest easy knowing that you have a reliable source of food to see you through it. And right now, you can go to 4 and use this exclusive code, LEADHEAD, all caps, LEADHEAD, one word, to get 10% off your first purchase on anything in the store, not just their food kits. So go check them out, 4 Use the code Leadhead to get ten percent off your first purchase of Four Patriots Survival Food. That's 4Patriots.com, guys. Use the code Leadhead and get that ten percent off. So let's do. Let's, let's jump in. in. Let's jump in and and do a little history here. So, I guess the the Segas are the ones that really kicked it off with the the AK shotguns, and that was back in the mid mid nineties. Was it 94, ninety four, ninety seven?
3: Yeah, they started as just uh, like bird hunting shotguns. Is what I was uh, reading into a little bit. That's okay. They weren't put into manufacturing for you know any type of military or law enforcement. It was strictly uh, bird hunting and sporting purposes. And then from there, they were utilized more towards, from what I read, is more law enforcement than it was any type of military. But I'm sure Marco can elaborate Did on that. Did you read Marco's read
0: book? Bit. Is that where you're reading this? The
3: uh, uh no, I was just a uh, simple Google history. I, I need to get myself a copy of that though. Next time I see you, I'm going to get this, you
6: guys. So um, there's obviously been spike in those books, right? The sales of those books.
3: I wonder why. I just
6: got my royalty fee. I mean, my royalty check total of like $40. $40? (laughs)
5: Dude.
6: There was was zero for this book. So apparently people bought them, but I don't see anything from it.
1: Dude, I was going to ask you that. (laughs) because when i saw that that this was up there i was like oh he's probably getting boned
6: oh yeah i'm getting He's probably getting
1: boned on road it hurts it hurts every time you know i I almost felt bad because we promoted this on our on our radio show and i thought i'm probably promoting money into the pocket of gun digest and not into marco yeah so dude the the, the next time you want to write a book Contact me, let me know, and I'll, I'll, we'll figure it so that the money will go to you, not to somebody else.
0: Well, check this. I've got ties with Simon and Schuster, so I can hook you up with Simon and Schuster.
6: And well, I have, I have one already 75% written. It's called the uh, Sniper for the Motherland. Yeah. So it deals That's with good. the development of uh, a sniper tactics and rifles.
1: Did we talk All about that last history.
6: episode? I think we yeah I think we touched on it yeah
1: yeah we did because yeah so. well not the book but on the on the specifics well, about was- oh yeah
6: we we had the yeah we had the, the AK sniper episode
1: yeah but anyway nice
6: back to the segas and stuff yeah so my input here would be um, uh, like Evan said they uh, in the nineties they weren't you know Russia was not leaving through um, um, the times of of uh, milk and honey, right? Um, so not every spigot was made of gold, and and the uh, what's the I'm trying to like have this term. Times were down. tough. But not not every gold spigot. Oh, not every spigot was made made of gold, and those that bore did not disperse the camel milk. <laughs> the camel's milk. <laughs> yeah, camel
1: milk from milk? a camel. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> yes <laughs> if you want to but
6: but anyway apparently you get uh, milk so, from yeah, an almond too In uh, bad <laughs> uh, hard times and um so obviously it touched on everything including the military so military did not um stop putting in this huge orders for you know AKs and stuff so russia found two of the major um uh, arsenals and, and including so, some of the smaller ones in the need of survival. And uh, they needed to uh, come up with something uh, that would, um, you know, at least uh, uh, save the core manufacturing. And uh, obviously, they always, as they've done it many, many years before, they always would turn into what they call a civilian conversion which means in some cases, like it's kind of weird, but uh, two major arsenals actually made motorcycles. Well, you know, Izmash made motorcycles, Mm -hmm. so did Mollet, uh, Vetsky Polanyi. And to me, as a motorcycle enthusiast, it was interesting to go to their museums and stuff and see some of this...
0: See motorcycles at a firearm manufacturer? (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
6: And uh, anyway, so... um, you know, obviously, um, they saw potential in it, and and of course, the Russian government saw potential in uh, trying to preserve that manufacturing, um, the gun manufacturing, in the country. So they went quickly, made the legislation, uh, adopted some of the laws that allowed uh, all those arsenals to build uh, civilian. Um, type of guns you know for hunting mm-hmm. and stuff and uh the rules in russia were that you have to join the hunting club if you want to buy a gun and for five years you were allowed to own a smooth board only and then after five years you would get your license to purchase the rifle yeah
1: Just and that's communism <laughs> <laughs> That's Canada,
6: isn't it? isn't it, Canada? I would call it outright right now. You know, but uh, but uh, you know, I mean they, their idea was that, you know, the person needs to gain a certain experience with a firearm before they get into something more that shoots further and so on, more kind of deadlier type of weapon, which shotgun probably kills more people than than the rifle does. Yeah, and uh, so anyway, in it, right in the '90s, they start producing. Not only that, Izhmash came up with um, importable line, which is the AK-100 series, which was des- came up on their own. Got, Russian government didn't order any of that, so the, it was their initiative. So they can import, or, I mean export, guns to different countries hands the AK 101 and AK 102 and 556, and and at the same time they came up with the Sega series, which is uh, uh, you know obviously were like Monte Carlo stock type of guns and in uh, in uh, all the older main calibers you know the 7.62, 505, 5.56, and then of course they introduced the uh, Sega 12. The one that you shown on your screen right now is a K series, which K stands for Kalashnikov. But um, it's um, it's more of a, a militarized, if you will, or more of like a um, tactical, so to speak, model. All
0: right, it's got the but if pistol you, grip model.
6: <clears throat> if you look at this, just straight up Sega 12 had a regular Monte Carlo type stock. It's still took the magazine you know, five or eight or ten round magazine, it had a longer barrel and the handguard like the one on the picture. Yeah. That didn't have that bar on the top. Yeah. And it proved to be extremely successful, that gun. So and at the same time Ishmash was uh starting to import the Sega rifles because they were approved for importation as a as a as a sporting and hunting gun into United States and I tell you at the height of their import of various sagas into United States they actually imported about 300,000 annually of wow. this ri- rifles and shotguns so obviously uh they kind of were uh, a lot of people in in, in the US gun industry you got to give it a credit i mean it's full of talented and uh people with the great imagination and then willingness to actually put their uh imagination to on on the paper then into into the metal so to speak so it's immediately became um ipsic or three gun competition gun with modifications turning it into more of a like a, a tactical if you will or a military style type of shotgun. So later um okay, so skip forward to um uh, beginning of two thousands. Um Mollet, which was a separate yeah, there you go. That that's the gun that they started to bring that's in it. and that's what that was the made original the rounds. Yeah. That's
3: what mine looked like originally.
6: Right, there you go. What is it looking now
3: like? Uh, I can show you. Can I uh, screen share, Marty?
6: Uh, I can
0: take or you back here.
3: Friend.
0: There you go. It's that dollar. There we go.
6: No way. <laughs> I turned mine no into bowl. No, you didn't. way.
3: Yeah. What? The, the cushion of pop.
0: <laughs> you just lost all Marco's respect. <laughs> wow. Well,
3: well, no, uh, it's, it's, I can turn it back. No, 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 no.
6: Let, let me kind of let me um hang on let You'll me qualify find the that first <laughs> so from what so, you showed uh, an original monte carlo freaking uh, shotgun with the was a 22 inch barrel into this thing yeah is what i'm floored by <laughs> wow who did all the work
3: i did i just I, I found uh, this company called kushna pup they're actually out of heber city utah and uh, he molded these um, clamshell, you know, just I, all I had to do was cut the tang off the rear. So, you know, you mm. can replace those tangs yeah. uh, if, if needed. And so the gun still can go back to original where I could do a, you know, a, a, a typical conversion like most people do with the sagas. But I kind of wanted to go a different route, wanted to be a little bit different. It's honestly, it's not the best to shoot because you got that thing just blasting right by your face. Right. But it's, it's a lot of fun to take out and. Uh, I actually, I'll go shoot clay pigeons with it and just, <laughs>
5: just
3: it for the and it. Clay p- yeah, exactly. It's just fun. It's a good time. Yeah. So,
6: well, yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I've seen many conversions and obviously the typical folding stock with pistol grip, shorter barrel type of deal is, you know, is the typical one. Yeah. But Paul, do you have one that's got the Monte Carlo stock or?
3: Well, no. What's it?
6: It, oh, it's already converted into. Yeah,
3: now I've got. I've also got the KUSA
1: KS12. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: Go ahead,
0: Paul.
1: So, so, is is that company in Heber City still in business? I, you know, I, I haven't. Right. How long has it been?
3: Oh man, I ordered that probably back in 2013. What's the name says, of the company? Oh,
1: wow. What's the name? Oh, of company? Okay, because I'm he, Heber City is just like. Right next door to me. Yeah, me, me too. So, We're like neighbors.
3: You would, that, right? you
6: would, th- you would think there would be probably uh three D printing all those plastic parts now.
0: Yeah, yeah, I bet they could. What's the name of the company, um uh, Evan?
3: Uh, all I know is called
1: kushna pup with a K. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Spell it. We'll have to look that K- up. We'll have to look uh, yeah, that up. Let me, let me
0: see. If I I'm looking it out. up right now.
1: Oh, That's... Marty can look it up right now. He's his yeah. computer.
0: Just give me a spelling.
3: Yeah, K U S H N A P U P.
0: Kushna Pup. GunTweaks.com. There's a
3: review. Yeah, I'm seeing the same thing. Truth, you
0: are. Truth about guns. Custom <laughs> Kanish. Didn't look like they've got a website.
1: Though, so maybe they just have a fax
0: machine. Fax, yeah, <laughs> probably. probably.
5: Yeah.
6: <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. Like those of us who um, started collecting stuff, like in the in the mid '90s, for example, and and the internet was already around. And you'd be looking and searching and searching and finding like the little pieces and stuff. And sometimes you go to some of the, like, knife and gun shows, you know, in the Civic Center or in, like, some kind of temple. And uh, somewhere amongst all these parts, you'll find, like, a original pistol grip or or magazine, you know, Bakelite magazine. Yeah. yeah. Man, it's kind of like... And then uh, availability of this stuff and through Internet became uh, kind of spoiled it. You, you know, know what this reminds me of? Hunt.
0: This kit reminds me of Ackless Defense's um ZK22 bullpup yeah. uh conversion for the um the 22 what is that the the
1: 1022
0: yeah the 1022 that they have yeah very similar type
1: concept here it's it's a lot of fun but it's super impractical oh for sure <laughs> absolutely cuz <'Cause>, cuz <'cause laughs> the, the 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 height over bore is is crazy yep. you know it's like that much it is crazy
3: yeah but yeah it was just kind of one of those things i was like ah should i convert it and i didn't know how to do the conversion i still don't you know i'm not that that good at uh gunsmithing um but uh yeah kind of want to try something different so i went with the Kushna pub.
6: but like yeah, i said it, got it got was the,
3: probably most dramatic
6: here. conversion i have ever seen <laughs> but in any case so back to the story Yeah. um so mullet uh obviously mullet other than doing some stuff that we don't know about, you know, whatever the munitions and some of the grenade launchers and things like that. Um, they also made RPKs, right? So uh-huh. and the RPK kind of through um, um, some events, I guess, or some, you know, some people would be saying, uh, fell into the influence of some of these uh, uh, people saying, "Oh, it's not effective weapon," and you know, our units would get the PKMs instead, and you know, and I have an argument against it because you know, RPK is a it's a fine gun. It's an AK and steroids. It's, it's, a, a, saw. A, it's, a, it's yeah. a saw. It's a it's a saw. It's a saw. And the the only thing that was lacking was the five four five drum right drum magazine although now it's available and uh, so anyway orders fell off for that gun kind of off the um off the radar and mullet started to suffer a little so their vap- vapor rifles based on the on the uh, um you know on the on the rpk platform they kind of were some were popular, but they were so they priced so high. I'll tell you something that will floor you. Uh, those uh, import price for Sega rifle in the Monte, just a regular straight-up sporter right in the box that came out of Vishmash to the U.S., was $140. $140. That's how, $140. So. $140. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. Whereas Vipers were more like four hundred dollars oh wow big difference and uh, and you could compare the ishmash quality to uh, a mullet uh, quality it was better so anyway they started to struggle just because they couldn't produce this many guns and sell them and what the russian government did they they forced ishmash to give the the technical documentation for sega 12 to mullet Give it to them. Didn't they? Didn't they
0: actually make the parts for them, and they just sent it to them, and they assembled them?
6: No, no. And you can tell by looking at the uh, first of all, it's two different receivers, two different trinions. Uh Sega um, <clears throat> twelve receiver looks like a type one AK forty seven, so to speak. Yeah. If you if you know what I mean, if you look at the side of it, whereas uh, a mullet. Uh, it's got the RPK tuning, you know, that swelled up uh, receiver a little bit beefed up, you know. So, anyway, at the time it was Sergey Ozumsev, was a chief engineer at the Molot, and he is now a chief engineer at the concern Kalashnikov. And uh, I he's know he's still him well, and, Oh, he's he's younger than me, he's uh, you know. Um, if I had to guess, he may be now approaching 50. Oh,
0: wow. Okay.
6: But he was really talented, smart uh, engineer. Marco. Good supervisor. Why didn't you get him on the show? <laughs> <laughs> if he's a good friend, <laughs> come on. I could get some people on the show. There's no doubt about it. But it would be, I don't know. I, I have a hard time picturing how it would actually well, go you, on. You just you know, translate. I'm not speaking English. and uh, you, you just know, translate translate yeah gotta call them and be like, by I, the way you're
3: on a show you know you know <laughs> I mean what one thing
6: we can do What's that? is we can have uh listeners to ask questions of yeah. those people and then maybe we can forward it to them yeah and then then they might uh they may they may they may answer them
0: okay yeah so, we can do that so listeners you got questions for
6: wait, 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 wait. I'm not, I'm not ready to do that. You're it, not ready <laughs> for that yet? Okay. Let's just keep that in the in the back pocket, and let's work out the Okay. Well, they're going to hear this, so they're going to start –
0: they're going to email yeah. us.
6: Uh. <laughs> Let, let's work out the logistics amongst ourselves, and then we can uh, – All right, there you some, go. So hold, hold your hold emails,
0: landheads. Hold your emails.
6: So anyway, so MOLA gets that technical data package, and then they uh, – Ujomtsev, Sergei Ujunsov, he goes and says, well, why do half-ass thing? Let's do a tactical gun to begin with. And he does it. And that's that's the actual Veper 12 that came off the line. I mean, just like, well, without the, uh, the handguard, it was just a regular PK handguard. Yeah, but other than that, he had a folding stock. He had a threaded barrel for um, you know at that time practical shooting in Russia was up and coming sport, really popular. Yeah, <laughs> and here's the anecdote that I mentioned uh, earlier today. Uh, so at Ishmash, um Izmay fielded a team, like they sponsored the team, practical shooting team, like three gun team or. Whatever shotgun teams, and they had it all over their booth, their stand at the Evo show and stuff, and they were showing it how the guys shoot and bam, 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 bam whatever, that dynamic kind of video. Yeah. But those rooms have comes to me and whispers in my ear. He says, "Look at their video. All those guys shooting are vipers." <laughs> and I went, and I looked at the sure, as hell, they wielding the the vip mm.
2: So.
6: This whole thing kind of started the competition, and uh, uh, Izhevsk or Izhmash came up with Sega 12 K30. And that was their tactical gun. She had the folding stock, uh, some kind of picatinis here and there, and so on and so on. So it was, uh, you know, their answer to the mullet. Uh, to uh, To the Vapor 12.
3: Now, was that folding stock similar to like the Vapor Skeleton stock, or was that like a folding, like your classic 100 series? Classic
6: 100 series. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, and uh, so we at the time were the exclusive, we signed the exclusive contract with them to be importers of this Vapor 12s, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, we got them certified with ATF. That's how I have this one right here. And we're about to put in an order where we see that uh, two, not one, but two companies offering our product at the cheaper price that they, even what we pay for them. So they did a little dumping. And it was a legion out of Florida, and it was a arsenal out of uh, oh no, I'm sorry, Tennessee Guns, which now part of Wolf Empire. Offered them at $600. It cost us 750
0: And what year was this? <laughs> it
6: was like 2013.
0: Okay. About 10 years ago.
6: So I go to Mullet, And I have the exclusive contract. I said, "Yeah," you know, in the words of a fenster from uh, Usual Suspects, what the <laughs> fuck?
5: <laughs>
6: <laughs> and Sergei also says, well, you only have exclusive for folding stock. They got the thumb through stocks, but the rest of the gun was exactly the same.
0: They just changed the stock on it.
6: Oh my God. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I thought we were friends, but,
0: you know. <laughs> what the fuck?
6: <laughs> what the well, at fuck? least you got something, though, right? No, we didn't get anything. Oh. Like, we immediately <laughs> yeah, stopped. Because, you know, I don't want to be involved in the. In, uh, dick measuring contest ever, and if somebody decides that I'm not their um,
0: their go-to, you know, not
6: good enough partner for them, I'm not gonna fight. You I know, go you. go and do whatever. And eventually, you know the Marco it, don't it share with nobody. Students, like, what's
0: that? I said Marco don't share with nobody. <laughs>
6: no, I mean, no, I no, I'm the most generous person really. I'm trying to be. The thing is, I'm not going to be involved in the dick measuring contest and dumping and all that shit. So what, what ended for,
0: up happening with that? So you got out of it, let them take it over?
6: Yes. So they even had a, because, you know, everybody got used to like a $250 Segas. And all of a sudden there's a vapor for 600 or 700 and whatever dollars, right? Mm-hmm and uh so even with the lower prices basically at the loss they couldn't let's talk
0: about the differences in the in the sega and the vapor because there are differences
3: um yeah like for the biggest thing i've noticed is the mag right how the mag inserts into the the rock and lock
0: versus the insert like a like an ar style the
6: funny thing is with the sega regular sega like yours have and, and uh and I'm not sure about you, Paul, because you got that well on it, right? Magwell? Yeah. So the magazines are not interchangeable between just regular right. Sega twelve and, and Sega twelve K thirty. She had the Magwell. And then to throw more confusion into it, uh Vapor magazines not interchangeable with any of them. All right. So it's kind of like you know, Buzzkill in a way. I was like, all right, I had a Sega. I had like a 10 freaking magazines. Now I've upgraded to MOLA, and I can't freaking use them. Or, yeah, see, here's a mag. So this,
1: this one here, uh, this is actually one of the newer ones. This is that VP-12 that SDS brought in from China.
6: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's got, you know, the it has the uh, the, the universal mag release. Right It's got the paddle, the central paddle, yeah. but uh, you know they pop in straight up.
0: and are those magazines now, proprietary to that gun?
6: No no, so is this one right here, right? Also also Chinese, right? right
1: this
6: one. And it takes Sega. it takes Sega magazines.
1: this one. So I are you familiar with this one specifically?
6: Marco? Yes, I am I, I, I've seen them, and I think I even had it one for testing.
1: Did what so? What pattern are these?
6: Those are Sega pattern.
1: So it's okay. a Sega pattern. Okay, this is Sega pattern. All right. Because I know the Cantamounts, they did they did rock. They had a rock in, and then they also had a magwell. They they right. had both.
6: Right. So both Sega, old and Sega new patterns. So yeah. So Catamount came out with one. Basically, the Chinese found a way. Catamount. To sell their AKs into the United States, finally, because they weren't allowed to, but it only, the ban was only on the uh, you know rifles, N- nothing about the shotguns. Mm-hmm. And when they looked at the uh, Sega popularity and success story, they wind up making uh, you know their own. And that's Catamount showed up, then then this one, then that one. And um, and they did have some of the improvements, but yet <laughs> leaving some of the very Chinese uh, things on them.
0: Yeah. So so with the, the differences that we were talking about, we are talking about the magazines, rock and lock on the the Sega versus the Vepr where you insert like an AR, uh, the gas systems were different also, right?
6: The gas systems were... Yes and no um so the vapor came in with the piston with the separate piston sagas original sagas i i don't believe they had a piston they had just a regular piston attached to a rod and and uh whereas uh, um a later version there was a and the reason for the piston is because the, originally that system was not um uh adjustable mm-hmm. right and in order for you to shoot, like, for example, this vapor that I have right here shoots uh, high brass like you would not believe will eat anything.
2: Right. I put
6: a low brass in there and then, you know, had a problem every now and then to eject it and blah, blah, blah. So the idea behind that short little piston in there is that you can change it in the gun
5: mm-hmm.
6: by Take it apart and pull it out and put another one in. And now it's it's going to shoot the low brass. And I think the the uh, Sega, 12K30, also had similar system. Hmm. So, but the, the Chinese ones like this one right here that 12B whatever. Hold it up. Um, the inner arms one. Hold um, it up. It's actually can shoot whatever you want in it.
0: Hold it and,
6: up. Right, and then I didn't even I didn't even bother with. You know, rotate. Oh, this one. Okay, I didn't even bother adjusting the gas system.
0: Okay, and and that's the one that was from IO.
6: IO, but it's an uh, inner arms. Uh, it came with this weird stock. I mean, picture the Russian like a black um, 100 series stocks, right?
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Except it was so wide at the bottom, so the it kind of flared out down to. Uh, Bottom, so what I did was I took the fab defense spring loaded tube, I put it in there, just it went in just like a regular AK, and uh, I put uh, I don't know what kind of stock that is. Oh, B5 stock on it, that's too much, too much stock for this gun, but anyway,
0: we'll get you a minimalist for mission first,
6: (laughs) okay? Then I'll put that in some decent gun, I guess. There
0: you
5: go.
6: So and of course the um, oh, I want to say January 2014 is when uh, Kalashnikov USA came to be based on Command Arms. And so the the concerned Kalashnikov and uh, Command Arms made the deal as joint venture CAA Command Arms. Right, right. Okay. The Israeli company, plastic company. Yeah. To make a, a joint venture to create an entity called Kalashnikov USA and uh, and produce guns here in the U.S. Of course, the uh, after all that dumb in Ukraine happened, so Russia took a different stance that uh, the U.S. government didn't like. And then the, one of the first... Uh, uh, sanctions that they imposed they included izhmash i guess kalashnikov i mean kalashnikov concern mm-hmm. in it thus killing a few things a 300,000 rifles and shotguns coming to United States that's one and then of course uh, that idea of joint venture but uh, uh the Israeli part of it kind of move forward with the project without the Russian part since they already received all the technical data and everything in their possession. And then they start making guns. And the first gun they made was in fact Sega twelve, which is in like a it had a pistol grip and a separate stock and stuff. Mm-hmm. So a little better configuration, but still it's the
0: like probably, K-, uh, K USA, is that what you're talking about? Yeah,
6: K USA, yeah.
0: yeah. Did you know um do you know Mikey Hartman?
6: Yeah, of course.
0: Okay. I didn't of know course if you, I knew Mikey. Yeah, he's been on the show a few times. <laughs> oh he has? Yeah. yeah. I
6: haven't spoken to him in a long time.
0: I ran into but, him um last year at one of the, the things. I can't remember what it was, but it's the first time I'd seen him in years too. Uh, yeah, same yeah. old Mikey. <laughs> he's doing the Yeah,
6: he is, he's a high energy guy. He's
0: doing it's, those those um the, they're not. They don't call them Ronies anymore, but they call them the MK. Yeah, he's
6: doing he's doing that Glock thing, you know. The, the conversion
0: the, kits for the Glocks. Yeah, yeah. Deals, yeah. The
6: yeah.
3: Ronin.
0: They used to be called Ronies, but they're called like M- a Roni or something. MK yeah. conversion kits now,
6: something. So the two brothers, there was Eldon, and I can I forget the second guy, who actually came up with this design, and the Ronie, it's his daughter's name. Yeah, so that's why they call it macaroni.
0: Yeah, macaroni. Uh, we used to call it yeah. macaroni.
6: <laughs> but they had the interesting name. The family name was Oz. Oz. I Oz and his brother. I forgot his mm-hmm. name, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, they still making that thing. Still making the Sega 12, so you can buy it. Of course, it's a little more money than uh, Well, I don't know. You know, but they're American made
0: like, now, so they don't have to worry about any of the. 922R compliant, correct. Any of that stuff. So yeah, but it's what basically the line? same thing as the the Sega, right?
6: Segas. Yeah. Sega 12. What'd you say, From, Paul?
1: Uh, I just AM. said what is what is that? What? I didn't. What do you mean? You said they don't worry about the 922R. Oh, what
6: is that? And, <laughs> and what's that?
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't remember
6: ever <laughs> worrying
1: about
6: yeah. that. Paul, you got me going there. I was like, really, Paul? Usually, I'm easy you know, but I was like, what? No, he didn't just ask that. But anyway, what are you holding, Evan?
3: This is the KS12 from uh, KO side. But I got oh, yeah. this ridiculous brake on here. Jesus.
6: <laughs> but it
3: works good, though, no? Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Who's, yeah, when I bought the gun, the whose break included, and I was pretty stoked. About oh, that's it, just the that one that be, came uh, with uh, I think it's an SGM forend on it. And then I got the 20-round drum on there. This is MDA. So I was going to say, with the, the Chinese imports, my buddy has the JTS. And so we get a, you know an AK shotgun day, and I took out all my mags. When you guys were talking about your uh, Chinese guns, I was going to say I, I tried... The md drum didn't work in it every time we shot the drum would just drop uh and then i've got like the original five round ishmash that worked fine um so there you know there's a couple different mags on the market i know brady talked about the pro mag so these things sucked right out the bat the the springs straight on. out they rusted out so i found a company i think it was agp arms uh, uh, i'm sorry ace yeah agp they made a spring replacement kit for these mags and i bought a couple of those and the mags actually work great now oh. um and then i've got a couple of the agp uh 10 rounders and then the sgm 12 rounders and these mags have found have worked the best uh they worked really well in the chinese ones the kusa and the original saga um but it's always nice to have you know a few different types of brands and mags to try out in those yeah have brands. you found so that it
0: works. A, a certain length a certain size shell works better two and
3: three quarter that works the best two and three quarter high brass at least like 1250 or 1300 fps um and then i typically do just like an eight or nine shot but those seem to work the best a little bit more expensive than your like typical you know low brass stuff but if you go higher
0: higher round mags do you you find you get misfeeds or anything like that
3: no um even with that 20 round drum like that thing actually feeds fairly reliable um you know I, I know we were talking before marco you got on i've got like the, the cheaper pro mag 12 round drums oh, yeah, yeah. um they've had their fair share of issues but uh, i was mentioning that if you put in a little bit of black graphite uh, like the dry graphite lube it actually works pretty decent but again they don't work in the chinese guns. so just just one of those
1: just things give that, that to, to a to homeless out.
0: person
3: <laughs> <laughs> so i've got both of them i got two so you know they could have a little drum set
0: send um, that to <laughs> the governor of new mexico
3: Oh, you know the funny thing is back in um gosh like two thousand twelve when they were having like the run on AR mags, some guy wanted to trade me two of these for four P Mags. So I was like, All right. Done. Four P mags it is, my friend. But I think I was the one who got shafted on that. Yeah,
6: deal. you got
3: <laughs> yeah, you
1: got screwed. Yeah. <laughs>
6: well. well, uh soon enough we'll be able to maybe sell it as the antique. Yeah. <laughs> well like museum piece, you know, collectible. So we talked I have, about. I, gonna, I didn't
3: show up at the antique road show. Yeah, antique road. Have you Rocha. guys tried different types of mags in your Chinese AK shotguns yet? Like, have you seen if it runs different styles of uh,
1: Saga style mags?
3: I did not.
1: No. So they I just used the ones that come with the gun. Yeah, yeah they
6: sent me like five of those look, five round magazines, yeah. and I don't. Um, I mean, I. I did a little snippet, like a uh, online review of this gun, and I didn't... Basically, I would not go hunt with this, or yeah. and then I don't take a particular pleasure of mule kicking me in the shoulder every time I pull a trigger. <laughs> I would go to a range or something. But um, it's just a cool kind of gun to have, and me being the AK guy, so I have it. Yep. but but uh i did not well i put a red dot on it and front grip just to so i can handle it
0: because you're tactical, Marco. That's why. That's why you
6: did it. <laughs> oh, well, if you knew me earlier, i was so against the vertical grips. Now i can i can hold the gun without it.
0: You dig them. You dig them. <laughs> so we talked, we talked um kind of the the order of of how they came out with the Sega, the Vapor, Chinese knocking theirs off. Um, who else has made a, a clone? We got some Turkish guns that have come out.
6: There, there is a company which I don't know the name. Well, I do, but I, I swore not to mention it just yet. <laughs> okay. Uh, he make. He's actually uh, a Russian guy, Jewish guy, that moved to um, Germany years ago, like thirty semis 35 years ago and uh he um got into this gun making thing and then he bought a company in turkey where he clones uh you know AKs. and his first well he's in process of cloning and his first clone was sega 12 exactly the same pistol grip just like uh what the KUSA did yeah and he calls, he registered the name as Taiga instead of Saiga, Taiga. Taiga means like the forest, right, in, in Siberia. Uh, so Taiga. And I've been talking to him, trying to bring, um, bring the gun in. Not only that, but he also makes awesome, um, like a four tube magazine shotgun, semi-automatic.
5: Mm -hmm.
6: each one's like a six rounds and so it's 24 rounds and then you can change that tube once you're out you can quickly remove it Mm -hmm. put another one in which was kind of interesting but then um, um, we stalled in our negotiations but anyway so he's definitely got a working gun so those aren't currently
0: being imported the tigers?
6: Well, that's that was the point of contention between me and him, is that I wanted to be at least for the first maybe a three years or so to be the only guy, but he's already he gave me the document to sign, where I get all his fantasy projects as my exclusive stuff, but the taiga, which is the bread and butter, he would sell to anyone who wants to buy it, and I, and like I said, I immediately went. So, with
0: um, Paul, your your experience with the uh, twelve gauge, the AK twelve gauge, talk about uh, how you got into those.
1: Well, my, you know, I, I the first one I actually got my hands on was I don't know about ten years ago when the the Cantamounts, when Century was bringing the Cantamounts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I remember when three gun. Like exploded in the United States, and everybody had to have a Sega, and then everybody had to have a Sega conversion, mm-hmm. and then every all the the like local gun shops, like my my FFL guy had a uh, you know he had the the armor gunsmith guy, and that was one of the things they were doing. Yeah. You know, uh, well, what can we do? How can we convert it? How can we you know? Da-da-da. So it started this. What?
0: I said, that's how dissident Arms started.
1: Yeah, and so, you know, my, but my feeling at the time was, I don't want to have to go through all that. You know, I don't, I'm sure it's cool and everything, but I don't want to have to go through all the, buy the gun and then have it converted and blah, blah, blah. Um, I just, I wasn't really interested in it. Uh, and then you know century got the can mounts and I, I got one of the ones with the magwell and i got one of the ones with the rock in and i actually have one with the the normal standard style stock and i've got one with the uh, thumbhole stock that they brought in with the you know the uh, ubiquitous the thumbhole dealio the yeah. that was so famous the mac what the mac 90 stock remember oh, yeah. the mac 90 stock yes yes yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah the fat old mac 90 stock so they're gonna make a comeback um, for sure but the uh the catamounts that the not that i don't know if it's a problem but the thing is they're really long they're like super long guns right you know comparatively uh you know compared to like an AK or whatever it's a long it's a long long gun and the one thing i actually like about this gun right here um is that it's it is it's it's fully legal you know it's all civilian legal but it, it is a little bit lighter weight and it is a uh, um a little more compact uh and this this vp12 here uh with I already established you know it uses the, the sega magazines and it's got the the left side charging handle versus the right side charging handle and, and it does have an adjustable now this is a this is a a three position or actually it's four it's zero one two three uh gas system and when i tested this i found that with high brass i would just put it on the one and then you know with the low brass i put it on the three and it worked pretty well uh the only i i I had some of that winchester powder puff like trapski stuff and that i had some issues with but your standard field loads your normal field loads would run through it and I, I don't know about you guys, but my experience from or listening to people with the AK shotguns is they're all they all cry about, well, they don't they don't run and they don't function and they don't whatever. Well, because Americans want to shoot the cheapest shotgun ammo that they can get their hands on. And then they put it in these guns and then they, you know, they went from uh, Mossberg, you know, 500, which runs everything. And then they get a, a a Kalashnikov style shotgun, and they're like, "Oh, it, it's you know jams and blah blah blah." Like, well, no, no shit. You know, of course, you're, you're putting the so. And, and I've never whether it's a can or this ones or whatever. If you run high brass, it works. Yeah. Um, but you just need to understand that, and uh, the 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 main issue I think that with the with the shotguns with the magazine fed mm-hmm. shotguns. Is carrying extra magazines on you has always been a pain in the ass. Uh, it's it's you know they they don't because they're so bulky. Three, you know,
0: huh? Because they're so bulky, is that why? Yeah,
1: because yeah, they're, they're thick, they're, they're bulky. bulky. Um, you know, twelve gauge ammo is relatively heavy compared to rifle ammo. Uh, I don't know who the hell is buying the magazine-fed pump-action shotguns with those 10-round box magazines sticking out of the bottom? I don't know who's buying those things. People buy them. (laughs) uh, Well, people buy them, but I'm like, where do you keep the spare magazines?
3: Yeah, well, the spare magazines are really expensive. And the issue that I found with any type of uh, 12-gauge or shotgun in general, magazine-fed shotgun, is that if you leave it loaded for, like, home defense purposes – over time, you'll start to uh, see the ends of the shells will oval out because it's plastic, right? At the end of your shot shell, and all the pressure from multiple rounds loaded into a magazine, over time they'll oval out they'll start and start deforming. They're feed. Ah,
0: yeah, that's a good point. The, the the
3: the housing or the, the plastic shell, the hole, I should say. Well, now I gotta go and and
6: check all my mags. <laughs> you better.
0: Yeah, I'm
3: sure it'll take some time, but uh, it's a I haven't seen point. it.
0: Especially yeah, being well, in Michigan, where your temperature changes so much. <laughs> yeah, I, but, I like know, running
3: slugs. Slugs through these guns
1: are a lot of fun. They always run with a slug. Well, you, a you
0: know,
1: and they are they're 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 effective, but they're a specialty tool. You know, they're they're a specialty tool. I, would you know? You say, well, would you rather have that or a, you know the AKM? Or like, obviously, I'd rather have thirty rounds in an AKM than six rounds of shotgun ammo or five rounds of, or 10 even 10 rounds of shotgun ammo
6: well there was oh. a interesting video poll posted on it uh somebody tried to argue in the favor of uh buckshot it has got like seven pellets coming out mm-hmm. at, at once versus the you know one at the time as you pull the trigger and uh you know that's what he was trying to make a uh, uh, comparison saying oh, right here i got like nine holes and right here i got from one shot or oh, oh, seven holes or whatever and uh and right here i only got one and i was like all right well neither here or there it's a shotgun versus the freaking what about at the 50 yards or 100 yards i'm sure uh, buckshot will reach out and touch someone at 50 but 100 forget about it
5: yeah
6: the multi-mount is a simple yet flexible platform that allows you to
1: conveniently mount your everyday items wherever you may need them. A rugged 1.5-inch belt locks into the mount, allowing the attachment of any item that uses a clip
0: or belt loop. With the quick release tab, you can easily swap out essential gear as
5: needed. Ideal for mounting comms, tourniquets, lights, firearms, and more. The options are almost limitless. The platform comes with two backer options, either 3 M adhesive or hook backing, giving you adaptability and endless options on where you can mount your needed items. Access your essential equipment in your preferred configuration. Carry what you need, where you need, with our multi-mount platform, available now.
1: For your exclusive Talking Lead listener discount, use the code LEADHEAD for 20% off at checkout.
0: So earlier, Marco, we uh, Paul was telling us about his... Uh, ar that he designed in collaboration with spikes tactical you want to show him your ar paul
1: oh uh, yeah yeah, yeah let, me, let me grab it
0: yeah go go grab that so uh what i want to ask is you know there there are also ar style shotguns out there i don't know if any of y'all have shot those yeah, right. yeah. i haven't i haven't shot those and i was just wondering how how good those are those came
6: uh first Versions of them came from Turkey. Yeah. And again, I was approached uh, to, um, you know, trying to import them. And that, at that point, I thought the idea was so freaking ludicrous. Yeah, I did too. And, uh, and I kind of passed on I don't know. I'm telling you all these stories, and I don't like the way I describe myself. <laughs> 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 I'm like, that's why I'm a freaking one with one foot in the poor house. (laughs) But anyway, no, at the time it didn't make any sense because the Sagas were coming in big time. And, but, uh, yeah, go ahead, Paul.
1: No, you know, this is a, I hadn't had had the idea, you know, to, uh, design a rifle that, you know, it's referred to as an instrument of Liberty. It's supposed to be simple and rugged and robust. And, uh, so I partnered with the guys at spikes and, and, uh, I spec this out and it's not its not fancy, and it's not fancy on purpose. It's deliberately uh, non-fancy. Now, it's got a 16-inch full profile barrel, which so that means it's got a little bit more meat on it. It's got a mid-length gas system instead of a short gas system. Uh, and I spec'd out a, uh, an A1 length stock so that it would be tough. And uh, we put inexpensive, right, so, relati- sorry, inexpensive, relatively lightweight furniture in the pistol grip in the end. Uh, a flashlight mount right here because that's something that's important. comes with the backup sight. It comes with the tritium front sight. And it also, we, we've got a, uh, a package.
0: Put the knife on it. Show him.
1: Oh, oh yeah. And, uh, yeah, of course, I, I made it a, a mid-length gas system so that the bayonet would sit exactly where it's supposed to sit.
0: I knew Marco right would like that. He like that, don't you, Marco? Oh,
1: yeah. i a matter
6: of fact, I appreciate that. It. So what caliber is it in?
1: It's a 5.56. Oh, 5.56. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Awesome. Very nice. It is. It's actually like, I like the bare, bare bone, nothing fancy type of deal. I have a BCM4 that Troy sent me one year, and that's a um, mid-length gas system, but it's more like a, a... at the time, he was supplying those guns to some of the cell guys. And, and it, you know, he had the quad rail and stuff. And I remember when he sent to me, he says, enjoy your plinker. And <laughs> plinker it is. It just freaking, I mean, it's like shooting 22 short. <laughs> you know, that gun. It's like excellent gun.
1: But anyway. I've got a BCM mid-length too. Oh, you do? Yeah, I've do got, got like a BCM it? mid-length. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see. Yeah,
0: I've had it for a while. I love it. Yeah. So back to the uh, the AR shotguns um, uh, you were talking about.
3: So what I, I'd like to say something about those because every like working where I work at and we sell a lot of those Turkish AR style shotguns and I feel like so those are popular very, then very popular. Oh wow. Um, okay. So they're really not much different than your typical gas operated. Uh, Benelli, Beretta, Browning, right? Because essentially those traditional style gas operated shotguns, the gas operation system is, you know, pretty much operating off of the feed tube. Whereas these AI, AR style, they're operating the same way, but the gas tube is up top and then it's magazine fed. And so it has a puck that uh, is traveling along a tube. And you can actually, like, if you're holding it you're C-clamping that thing, you'll get like, you'll get a lot of gas on your hand because most of them are ventilated. And then you can see the spring system, the puck system inside of that, um, or before that gas operated system. Are those adjustable typically? Um, I don't, I don't know. I'd have to look a little bit closer into them. I've never actually shot one. I've just handled a lot of them. Uh, but, they're really popular. People seem to love them. I think it's just the, the look of them. You see, like the bullpup styles. Uh, you see the style that looks just like an AR. It's got very similar uh, controls and ergonomics to an AR, uh, but it's mag fed and it's just a gas-operated shotgun. But I, I, I always tell people, you know, it's it's like these can be picky because they're mag fed. Make sure you're running those higher FPS, high brass shells through them. Because anytime we just you know sell one of those guns. People are going to run the cheapest shotgun ammo possible through it, and then they're going to come back and bitch about it, like say, hey, this thing's not running. It's like, well, what did you run through? What kind of ammo are you running? Um, but it's definitely a popular option. This you know? is and the then, one yeah, I like want to like get. The Genesis The Genesis is a little bit of a different story. Yeah. <laughs> those, are, those are pretty slick. This is
0: what I would get. If I those were going to get an AR style uh, 12 gauge, this is what I would get. Yeah, the Genesis.
3: Yeah, those are so those operate with a uh, the barrel actually. uh, I don't know the specific term for it, but the barrel moves to help operate the gun, so it's not as it's like a Barrett, like a like a Browning system, or like a yeah, yeah,
0: or a Barrett 50 cal. Yeah,
6: Yep.
0: mitigates the Browning
6: because Barrett was much later.
0: Well, I agree. I'm not gonna argue with that. Okay.
5: <laughs>
6: That's just I'm the first thing came Marco. to my mind, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, so um going back to the short uh twelve uh twelve gauge shotguns and when the Segas were coming in, uh some guy named Mark Krebs.
0: I've heard you of know him
6: Mark, I've heard of him, he yeah. He actually was converting a lot of the uh, Segas back into the AK one oh three configuration and also he was converting the 12-gauge shotguns into this nice little short thing and if i'm not mistaken um and he's in wakanda illinois
1: not wakanda
6: africa but wakanda <laughs> illinois
0: in wakanda uh, a a movie place anyway it's
1: it's the made-up country the fake country that, black uh, panther the black Panther's supposed to live in yeah right so there's actually a place called
6: wakanda wakanda forever just north of chicago that's funny. And uh, and I think San Diego, um, sheriff's department, bought a bunch of those very short, uh, magazine fit oh, all, Sega's pretty much all folding stock and everything, for the bridge guns. When they would go in and they have to shoot the hinges out and yeah. the lock out and uh, bust in. That's what they uh, they bought a bunch of those Krebs. Converted Seguis. Very cool. But they were so freaking short, it's like... Is there, is there anything
0: else history-wise that you think we need to to cover? If not, let's get to our listener questions.
6: Well, just one more thing uh, yeah. to mention. Uh, you know, we talked about uh, 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 KUSA, right? And they came up, their latest offering is this thing called Chaos. And it's a short, like... One of those not even a coach guns, but you know, like a pistol grip or knob or whatever you call it, but it's a magazine fan and it's AK based. Like the shockwave thing? I think it's called a chaos. K Chaos. Like yeah. K Chaos with a K? Yeah. No, with the C I think.
0: C why would they do a C and not a K? That's stupid. I know,
1: you do the K, be tug cheek.
0: Yeah. You know? Like A K corner with a K. Come on. Chaos,
3: Kalash. Well, so like Rock Island makes one where it's mag fed, but it's pump action, and it's the same as like the Shockwave and the Tac fourteen, right? Uh-huh. But I think KUSA or maybe
0: now it is with a K. It is with a K.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. I was gonna like is gas operated. A, they Speech messed here, up a man. great marketing opportunity. Look at it.
6: Oh,
3: there you go. That is not practical ah. at
0: all. <laughs> it looks cool though.
6: I actually got to kind of scroll around with it. My local uh, shop has it. but well, does, does it use
1: this, uh if it uses a Sega magazine?
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it, yeah it uses their magazines. It looks like there's this magazine right here.
3: I feel like you'd have to hold that real tight to make sure it operates properly. Well, we're gonna
0: see what this guy does. Yeah, no loose
3: resting.
6: Yeah.
0: So I'm playing a video sure. now. So for you listeners who aren't watching the video, you need to go to the video.
1: Is it buffering or?
0: No, it's playing. <laughs> you not see it?
1: Oh, I see it now. It looked yeah. like it was buffering or something.
0: But... No, it's just whoever edited it didn't do a good job editing it. I mean, why would no. they blur that?
1: Yeah, that... I don't get that why it's blurred.
0: I'm not getting their video. But... There, now they focus in. Dude, okay. standing there. Terrible. Thinking, there
3: we go. Oh, my God. Oh, here
6: we go. Evan, that <laughs> answers your question.
3: Yeah.
0: They're hip firing it for one. <laughs> okay. And you
3: really have to hold that thing tight. This is just a street right.
0: sweeper, is all this is. It's just a good old OK Corral Doc Holiday street sweeper. Okay. There you go. It's a gimmick.
6: Yeah. Yeah, that's all it is. It's you know, a gaming like novel.
0: Could be thing. fun. Though. Let's see what they're selling them for. How much they are. $1386. They can keep Whoa. that.
1: $1300 bucks? $1,
0: dollars Yeah. 1400
1: bucks. Oh, you get a, a Lexington and Concord rifle way <laughs> cheaper than that.
0: Yeah, you go ahead.
1: Spike Tactical. You
0: could throw that EOTech on there with for 13. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that you're rocking with it. Um. So one more thing, gentlemen, before we get into this, so uh, you guys may or may not know that uh, we are running a giveaway here at the Talking Lead Podcast with uh, a lot of our friends of the show and sponsors, uh, $6,000 in prizes, I'll be told, we've got... Three guns. We've got an RDB Defender Rifle. We've got a P15 pistol and a KS7 shotgun. Speaking of shotguns, that is a kel um, mini version of their KSG shotgun, the KS7 12-gauge. We've got Mission First Tactical with their Acro Sling Bag, Acro 22L Bag. That's their, their Gray Man Bags, 16-ounce flip-top drinky drink the one you've been seeing me drink from today um 12 ounce can cooler custom holster for that p15 which i'll hold can you see it right here yep that's the holster that we have custom holster for the p15 30 round extreme duty polymer magazines for that rdb defender rifle Uh, I think there's like two or three mags included, maybe more than that. We've got the CLP Cleaning Kit and Cleaning Rod Kit from Seal One, sponsors of the Talking Lead AK Corner. We've got Dipstick Branding with our logoed shirt, which I don't have on today, our new logo, our new hat, which this, this giveaway is celebrating 10 years of Talking Lead, the release of our new logo, 500 episodes plus, and... Uh, We just went over ten thousand on our Instagram, so that's that's huge for us. Huge for us because I don't I don't try to push and promote that crap. Uh, Kraken Case Company, the rifle case, they got their full size Sigma rifle case that all this stuff, the majority of it's going to fit in, minus those bags. Defiant Munitions, because you got to have bullets for all this stuff, so Defiant Munitions is supplying. Two 50 round boxes of 9 millimeter Luger 125 grain plus P. Two 20 round boxes of the 223 Remington 69 grain. And you're at the range, you got to have ear pro and eye pro, right, Paul? Gotta yes, look, sir. You got to be protect your ear, eyes and ears. So Walker Ears is doing some ATACS uh, electronic earbuds. Those things are really cool. Tactical RX doing a pair of their mother trucker i-pro i think those are um what's that stuff that lens that protects you from the what's that called oh,
3: ancy, ancy shrapnel. what <laughs> shrapnel shrapnel no it's that uv <laughs> anti rating
0: i don't know whatever the fuck it's called um they're nice they're 140 dollars, so they're really nice jeez yeah Vortex Optics, we've got a Strike Eagle one to 8 by first focal plane. We've got a Spitfire AR Prism scope, and we've got a mount for that 1-8 to from Vortex Optics. Enforce, we've got weapon lights that you're going to put on that RDB and the shotgun. Each one of those comes with a weapon light from Enforce. And then we've got a custom blade from STA Blades, an MD Stabby. It's like a $300 knife comes with a sheath and then i mean you can't have fun at the range unless you're shooting at steel or what's even more fun guys blowing targets. blowing shit up so firebird targets <laughs> you're gonna get oh, yeah. uh, several packs of those as well so all that's oh. going to one person one what? person gets, what one person is winning all this, and this is running through the entire month of September. So you go to Talking Lead's Instagram page. We've got a link there. We've, we've been making posts. All of our partners uh, have been making posts. Uh, Black Tide Digital Marketing, who designed my new logo, has done some videos for us, and we put those out there. So be watching for those. But there's one thing that people have been bugging the shit out of me uh, as they're going and signing up for this, is we have a secret code. And I've, and I've told people that it's going to be coming in one of the episodes in September. So guess what, leadheads? This is it. You're, the wait is over. Quit cussing. It's here. I'm getting ready to give you the secret code right now. So get your pens and paper ready to go right now. And is my screen being shared? Yeah. yeah. Watch the presentation.
2: And now it's time for the Talking Land and Friends Freedom Giveaway, Secret Code. And the code is Eagle Piss. E-A-G-L-E-P-I-S-S. Eagle
5: piss.
3: Oh my god! So there thing. you go. I've never guessed that <laughs>
0: secret code. I mean, what 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 says freedom more than eagle piss?
1: So, what do, what does the secret code get me?
0: So that gets gets you five hundred additional entries. Ah, five hundred, and you're only gonna get this code if you listen to the podcast. So this is for to our leadheads. Our dedicated leadheads. there's the code, Eagle Piss, How all one word, and I don't think you can do caps or lower, so you just put it in and it automatically does caps, I think, so there you go, so um, let me stop sharing my screen there, and I'll, I'll play that for you guys later so you can hear the audio, because the audio is pretty funny too. <laughs> all right, so I had to get that out of the way. So let's go All to right. let's go to listener questions now. Okay. All right. Evan, pull your phone up too, so you can help me out with these
3: questions.
0: I got you. So we'll start off with Pacific Northwesterner, and we're giving away prizes today to you who participated. Uh, we're going to give you a drinky drink from Mission First Tactical, uh, dump tray from Mission First Tactical, and of course, you're going to get a cleaning kit. From our good buddies at SEAL one, SEAL one and done for all your gun cleaning and lube needs. So Pacific Northwestern, how freaking cool would a select fire AK shotgun loaded up with dragon's breath be? I mean so Is it rhetorical rhetorical question. So the rhetorical
1: <laughs> question would come
0: And and that's a rhetorical question. It would be badass, he said. But so During the promo for our giveaway, that was what I wanted to do, is I wanted to get Dragon's Breath and shoot it through that KS7. But guess what? Dragon's Breath is illegal in Florida, and we couldn't do it. Really? Yeah. I was so disappointed. So that's where Firebird came in. Boom. Filled the void for us. Yeah, we are blowing up watermelons, blowing up shirts. So you got to watch the promo videos, guys. There's some cool uh, things that we did with Black Tie Digital Marketing.
2: Attention business owners, are you ready to take your marketing game to the next level? Look no further than Black Tie Digital Marketing, the firearm-friendly, full-service agency that delivers results. We've worked with industry giants like Keltech, Spikes Tactical, and Armalite, and we even designed the kick-ass new logo at Talkin' Lead. At Black Tie, we blend creativity and data-driven strategies to ensure your message hits the mark every time. From high-end custom websites, graphic design, to inbound marketing campaigns, and everything in between, we've got you covered. Your success is our priority. Join the ranks of the industry's top players and give your business the boost it deserves. Experience the power of Black Tie today. Visit blacktiedigital.com or call 1-800-316-8030 to schedule your free consultation. That's Black Tie Digital Marketing, where firepower meets marketing power. Black Tie Digital Marketing is a proud sponsor of the Talking Lead Podcast and the Lead Head Brigade.
0: All right, Brett Bedell. So,
2: yeah, the answer to that one would be cool, though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so everybody, there's a few people responding to him. So next question is from, well, here's a comment, Dissonant Arms, because they were on the last one we did, Shotgun episode. says, now we're talking lead. I know they wanted to be on. We'll get them on again. They're good guys. Nikolai Abplanap. Best mod to do to an AK shotgun for three gun? Question mark.
6: Oh, okay. Um, Anything that reduces recoil, I'm thinking.
0: Yeah? So a nice break?
6: Nice break yeah. like Evan had. Maybe that... Um, the shot and uh, the, the spring loaded buffer tube butt stock, butt stock, yeah, yeah,
3: that are a nice uh magazine well for quicker reloads, you know. Oh, yeah, the,
6: that's another one. Mag, you're
3: going to be yeah. reloading those things quite often. I've seen a lot of three gunners run the double stacked mags, so they're you know getting two 10 round mags double stacked in so they can get that 20 well, round. There's the but-
0: best thing you could do is just get in touch with the guys at dissident arms because. They make yeah. some of the slickest race guns out there. They do. And they've got all the mods. Uh, and then he goes on to say, what makes all the difference when tenths of a second count on the competition stage? So, yeah, I mean, anything reducing recoil, maybe a little polished trigger. Ammo is key. you got to have good ammo. Brett Bedell, what options exist for adding chokes to Sega's or Veper's? The So oh, check sh- this out. You got something?
6: He says, so yeah, this is on Depper because they had that um, welded on little cap, but it was fully threaded barrel. so you take that off, you know the cap. This right here is actually uh, a choke that's uh, you know you know you can switch in between by just rotating uh, from full to uh, whatever modified and so on and so oh, on. it's a
0: click. Kind of a click choke.
6: It's
1: like a poly choke.
6: Yep. And yep. it's also got the f- flesh
0: higher. Who makes that?
6: Oh good Lord. I knew you were gonna ask me that. Well yeah, they're gonna want to know that, Marco. <laughs> uh everybody turn around.
0: While you're while you're I'm thinking a- about it, um he I'm goes on to say put on
6: the sun- uh, I'm about to put the clear sunglasses
0: on. <laughs> so you can read. He says, the Sega shipped with an external choke. Is there a decent source of choke options for this style? Or who can thread the factory barrel to accept a standard choke? What steps can a person take to tune the action to the function more reliably with lower power
6: loads? So it basically says Deluxe Polychokes. Deluxe? Polychokes. Like Poly
0: D E L U X.
6: No, Poly like P
1: O L Y dash choke. It's Poly choke. Poly choke. It's a Poly choke. Yeah, poly they've been around for a long time.
0: Okay, there you go, Poly choke. And that was a on your Viper.
6: On the Viper, yep.
0: Okay, Is that would those work on a Sega too?
6: Uh, it depends. If Sega is threaded uh, on the outside, yes. If it's threaded for the chokes on the inside. You're going to have to buy um, um, like a adapter to screw it in, to give you external threads.
3: Okay. Yeah, most SEGAs I've seen are just threaded on the outside.
6: Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
3: And for the adjustable gas, uh, where he's saying, you know, what steps can a person take to tune the action? Uh, I've tried like the auto-adjusting gas plug on the SEGA, that didn't work so hot. Um, that just has like a little spring in there to auto adjust for the different loads you're shooting. It seems like most factory options where they come with, you know, the one, two, or, you know, up to four different settings, that's going to be your best option. Uh, just, you know, the larger the hole, the better, uh, you know, the better cycling you're going to get out of those cheaper loads. You just got to be careful because if you run in those higher, higher brass loads and you have the setting to where it's allowing too much gas, you could potentially start to ruin things with too much gas flowing through those high brass loads. So, I think it's just a matter of finding the right uh, the right setting for the loads you're running. and keep with it.
0: Get out there and shoot Don't it and it up. And yep. try your settings. Exactly. Paul, got any wisdom on that one?
1: No. I mean I, I like this one here, I said like I said, I, you know, I've it's got the one, two, three, zero. Uh, and I was running the, the field loads on three and the and the high brass on z- on one. There
0: you go. Read the next one, Evan.
1: Um
3: another Brett Badau question. Was this developed solely for civilian and hunting, or did Russia ever issue a shorty shoddy for any special purpose military service? Snotty shoddy.
0: <laughs> a snotty
3: I figured shoddy. He shorty. It,
6: it, it was <laughs> It was developed for um, civilian market only. However, um, later, like uh, units like um, Vitez and uh, Wimpel and, uh, and the uh, Alpha, which did the anti-terrorism stuff, they definitely carried one or two uh, SEGAs on the every mission just as, for the purpose of breaching. And they were short, snotty shorties, is that what you would call it? Snotty
0: shorties is what he said. Shorties, yeah. yeah. They were shorties.
6: But it was eventually, I mean, it was initially developed for the hunters.
0: Gotcha. Mustang Perry, is it better to buy a tricked-out vepper or assemble one from Amazing Parts? Depends on how mechanically inclined you are, I guess, and the tools you have. Yep. But if you got the dough, I would send it to Dissident Arms.
3: Yeah, I was going to say.
0: Or buy one of theirs, already tricked out.
3: Well, so dissidents—they, I mean, they typically made them out of the Vepper, right? But now they're kind of moving more towards the KS12s just because they of availability.
0: Se- they do the Sega's and the the Veppers, and they'll do some okay. Lynx, I think they'll do. There's some things they can do to links and another one I can't remember what it is. Um, but gotcha. but like the real tricked out ones are the the Veppers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um. Boomstick babe. My question is, who wants to give me an AK? Well, probably nobody wants to give you one, but we give them away from time to time on the show, so you, you listen, and you never know. We might be giving one away sometime soon.
3: Yep. Listen and participate.
0: Read True's there, Evan.
3: I think mine's in a different order than yours. Glotrues, let me find it. Uh, I'm not seeing it. You're going to have to read it.
0: How cool would it be? if someone made a 410 Sega that also shoots 45 Colt, the Taurus judge of AKs. <laughs> Paul's just shaking his head.
3: <laughs> yeah. I think the barrel would be too long with a smooth bore. You wouldn't get any accuracy out of that.
1: Well, you uh, couldn't do a smooth... Ball. You can't do a smooth bore because it's, then it's a short barrel shock. And that's... What, uh, yeah. Well...
6: What, what about the the... the Just to the basics feeding. You can't use the the same magazine. It's
1: wouldn't it be cool if they did a twenty eight gauge Sega?
0: (laughs) Wouldn't it be cool? (laughs) (laughs) All these white how about about
6: ten gauge uh, ten gauge goose gun. Shit. That wouldn't be good. Ten gauge, holy (laughs) shit.
0: PPRN, what shotgun shells work the best for magazine-fed shotguns? Seems like a lot of the hulls get deformed. Uh, Evan was talking about this
5: earlier.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, if, you, if you're if you leaving those mags loaded, you will eventually see a, a, a hull deformed just because of the pressure, especially the ones below that top top shell they'll start to deform a little bit and you're going to get terrible feeding issues uh and then you know just for reliability we've talked plenty on it it's just you are going to want to be using those high brass loads the moment you start cheap uh cheaping out on shotgun shells is it the time you're gonna have issues so and you know a lot of people sorry marco uh, uh paul like you were saying uh paul was saying earlier you know people are just cheaping out on shotgun shells and you're so used to running your mossberg 500 uh Reliably with that pump action, that slide action. And the moment you try and run those cheap shells, it's just not going to work out for you.
1: Maybe it's time to go back to brass shotgun shells.
0: Did they make brass shotgun shells? (laughs) Yeah, they they made brass
1: shotgun shells. It's
6: the only stuff you would get in the olden times. Oh, damn. And the beauty of it was you could easily reload them.
1: Or, or we, or we could get, we could get Sula to make lacquered steel shotgun shells.
6: Yeah, <laughs> never,
5: I've never seen one.
0: <laughs> get the lacquer but, uh, from Russia. But
6: when I was a little kid, you know, I collected all kinds of stuff, military, and it just so happens when I, where I grew up, there was uh, all kinds of like battles going on, and this and that and the other thing. So it would be normal for a kid to possess a round ball like a. Eight pound cannonball, or like a rusted out dragoon sword, or yeah, something like that, you know. Yeah. So I had all those things, and in my collection, I had the sixteen uh, gauge and twelve gauge brass uh, cases. Very cool. And uh, my my father's friend, who was like an avid hunter, would always try to like trade me those things for something, because he wanted to reload them. He is <laughs> go and hunt and stuff. It's like he'll bring like candy or something, a chocolate bar. And I said, you know what? You go go back and recalculate.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyway. J. Edgar Paradox um, wants to know. Says twelve gauge comes out on top. Any love for the twenty and the four ten? I like the four ten. I don't really do a lot of twenty at all, but. I don't really see yeah. the need for the twenty, but the four ten, I love four ten. The twenty gauge four, four
1: seems to be is, I was just gonna say, the so I'll gauge let, I'll let you really, make the point.
3: Uh, sorry, I was just gonna say, the twenty gauge seems to be really popular with like uh, uh, waterfowl and marsh guys because they want to be able to shoot all day, but not have that that messed up shoulder. And that's where I see twenty gauge selling the most. So I don't I don't see a big market for twenty gauge.
6: Also, no, you, a, wait, oh, I'm sorry, Paul. Go
1: ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just say from my experience, 20 gauge is is uh, is the go to round for youth shooting sports.
6: Youth, I was going to say yeah. that. Yeah, it is
1: the it's the go to shotgun shell for youth shooting sports. Yeah. Um, the 4-H shooting sports program uses twelve twelve. Um, pretty much all their their guns are are six, six, six. 20 gauge guns, yeah. uh, and I don't know what I haven't priced it lately, but. Uh, 20-gauge generally was less expensive than 12. Now, 410 is the exact opposite. 410 is more expensive than 12-gauge.
0: Yeah, it's uh, hard to get. It's,
1: it's hard to find. It, it's, well, it's, re- it's retarded. It my makes mom, no sense. But I love shooting it. Yeah, my mom
6: told me, when you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. But I'm going to say it anyway. All right. <laughs> so, uh, so remember the COVID times, right, where... You know, if you make anything in your garage that can produce a bang and propel uh, some kind of projectile, you would sell it. I mean, the walls and the in the stores were empty, no ammo to speak of. I would go to my like boutique, local boutique, um, Ann Arbor Arms, very good store. It's kind of like you walk in, the music is playing, and the, I mean, you can buy everything from clothing to you know guns and the guys are usually really good over there and there was this ak hanging on the wall the walls were bare right and it was like a single shot uh, shotgun hanging and then the ak like sega and i come up to him i was like what's up with that and he goes that's 410 sega and i think they just sold it like a couple months ago a deep discount So, I don't know what this story tells you.
3: (laughs) It's a collector thing. All (laughs) right. Like the 410 and the 20 is definitely a collector thing.
0: Marco got lost in the weeds on that one. esam 87. Are AK shotguns typically as finicky as AR shotties? Seems like every AR style I've shot needs to use three inch shells to cycle.
3: I think it's probably going to be the same as, you know, they're very similar yeah, other than the fact that the AK shotguns using a long stroke piston and the AR shotguns are using, a, I, I guess you just call it a, a gas operated. I'm not entirely sure what the exact term would be for the AR style of the gas system they're using, but I would assume the reliability is the same as long as they're using, uh, whether it's a three inch or two and three quarter, the high brass load. Well, again, I've never shot the AR style, so I couldn't speak firsthand. Oh, got your hand up.
1: Yeah, I have shot the AR style and I found that they are poor to terrible generally. I gave up on those. You know, it's funny because they, everyone's like, oh man, it's like I had so many problems when I was writing reviewing guns like for a living all the time that I just, people were like, oh, you want to review this AR, a, AR shotgun? No, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Um, I had one that was so bad that I told the manufacturer, I'm like, I can't review this. You don't want me to review it because I don't have any good to say. And because send me a light, a label. And he didn't want to spend the money to have me send the gun back. That, if that tells you anything, mm. and he's like, yeah. oh yeah, I don't really I don't, I don't really want, want it back. We <laughs> don't want it back. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. So no. <laughs> the, the, the Kalashnikov, the AK shotguns are infinitely more reliable than the AR shotguns. Sorry, that's just, I, I wouldn't waste my money on an AR shotgun, but yeah. whatever. I mean, you do, do what you want. Uh, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, let's all be honest with each other. If you want a shotgun, a semi-auto shotgun, that's going to run everything from dove loads to turkey loads and you can switch them back and forth without changing anything. Just buy a Benelli,
5: yeah.
1: Buy, buy a Super Black Eagle, and you can you can drop in freaking trap loads, and then you can drop in turkey loads, and then or you know slugs or whatever, and it will run. Now it's not free. Um, it doesn't look as cool, uh, you know, as an AK. But and if you're just looking for sporting reliability. You know, a lot of these guys are like, oh, man, I want to run three gun with a, a you know, whatever. It's like, dude, just run a a Benelli or or hey, my question. Hey, can anybody out there find a Beretta
3: 1301? Dude, I haven't seen one of those come through my shop in months. It's been so long. I,
1: I know there are pictures of them on the Internet, but <laughs> I've never walked into a gun shop and been able to put my hands on them.
3: We've gotten a couple in in the last year, but as soon as we get it in, they're gone within
1: like a day. Gone. Yeah. Poof. Maybe um, we need to get the Chinese to make Beretta 1301s. <laughs> I'm pulling it need,
5: up
6: now. Isn't that like the Turkish company that sells them on different brands? Swears that it's an exact copy.
3: Well, they they Benelli made a copy of the M4. Oh,
6: yeah.
3: Yeah, it's it's I mean. okay.
6: That wouldn't even say the reaching. I mean, it's just
1: so outrageous. Yeah.
0: Uh, So the new Enhanced 1301 Tactical.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're supposed to be fantastic if you could find one. Yep.
0: Lightning fast, easy to handle, safe to operate.
6: I'll be right back.
0: Do these have magazines? Can you magazine feed these? No, they're tubes.
1: They're tube fed. They're just all tube fed. They're what shotguns should be because I know a, fed.
0: I know, be- Beretta has a mag fed. Do they?
3: Yeah, I'm not familiar with one. I'm not familiar with them.
0: I've seen one. Let me. Th-
3: the only uh, mag fed shotguns I've seen, other than like Russian or Chinese, is going to be the like the Mossberg 500s, and those mags are just
1: I don't know why they. I think they're just trying to reach a different market, but.
5: That, oh, was, just,
1: that was an answer. That was an answer to a question that no one asked. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Nobody wanted to know that, right? <laughs> didn't they? Didn't they make a Shockwave magazine-fed Shockwave?
3: Yeah. I mean, it's based off the 500 series, right? And and then they turned it into the Shockwave. It's just like Rock Island did the same thing. Mag-fed, pump action. I I just. I don't know. I I love my. I Madden love the shock.
1: The straight up shockwave. Yeah. is the balls. It's, yeah, it's fun. It's fantastic,
3: especially if you get the little feed lips. You can run your Aguila mini. The shells. Walther P99 PPQ. You well, should buy
1: a 590s. Yeah, those newer ones. The 590s. They, they that that's one of the smartest things that Mossberg has done in a lot. They've done some smart stuff, but but changing that shell elevator. Oh wow! It's that's that's got to be. Are you on IM am movie DB or whatever? Reda
0: M3 P.
1: Oh, wow. There you go. Well, <laughs> there you go. I've never seen something like that. I, is that the is P99 that a real gun or is that a, a movie gun?
0: I think it's a real I gun.
1: That's, a, that's probably one of the ones where they like one of them came to the United States and went to a Hollywood prop house. Right.
0: Let me uh, let me do a search for it here.
1: What's Such talking about? Does he have one?
3: Yeah.
0: I don't know.
1: Such
3: a, has one of those?
0: No, that was just a
1: advertisement pop up. ad.
3: That is just on every pop up out there.
0: Beretta, what was it? M, M,
1: M3P?
3: M3P? MP3, M3, but different.
1: Not MP3. <laughs> no. Not 3MP. It's not MP5.
3: Well, looks like
0: it's legit. Let's see. The Beretta m 3 This is on the Firearms blog. Okay. Beretta m 3 How M3P long ago P, was that? What's, what's the C. date on it? Um, 2020. Mm. The Italian company Beretta opens action? its vaults to show the and it's M3P. A pump? It looks like a pump. These photos were taken in 1990. Mm. The M3P... Ah. <laughs> 12-gauge shotgun with five rounds fed from a detachable box magazine. Although some sources say the magazine takes six rounds, it can run both a pump action or semi-auto, which is great if you want to use special loads that are too weak, rubber balls, for instance. Uh, Yeah, looks like they did. What's
6: that stock attachment?
0: It's just a metal
6: looks like their design um like their design ability ended right there where the uh, behind the pistol grip yeah
0: yeah they
1: just like we're done
0: yeah uh, we're all i don't know it. what to do with it from yeah. here because <laughs> we're not so, going to take it to market <laughs> so this will never go kinda to market
3: like, <laughs> it's kind of like the spas isn't the spas you can pump action or semi-auto it
1: yeah yeah so, so interesting yeah it, my Oh, all right. I don't know about you guys, but my, my uh, experience with the, the either-or guns has always been terrible. Yeah. It either runs really good the one way and, and doesn't the other way, or...
3: Well, Benelli made one, right? Was it a 2 or M3 or something? They made a pump action. You can convert it to semi-auto. I remember seeing IV8888 did a review on one. <laughs>
0: 88 88 88. All right, next question. Yeah. Uh, let's hey, wrap yeah, this yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, come out and play. How close are we to Zastava 12-gauge? Marco, you got any inside oh. at Zastava? I've asked those guys several times to come on the show, but they don't ever respond. So, hmm. not see it Yeah,
6: I don't see it. Or
5: didn't they unless, just put a
6: Unless there's like a, a huge rise in the demand. But I think as far as like a AK style shotgun niche is completely, you know, taken over <clears throat> by this Chinese imports and Russian Segis and Vepers. And I think who whoever wanted one um, already bought one or can buy the KUSA gun.
3: Yeah, well, I think the issue is the uh, the Turkish imports, right? With the AR style, it's like those are so cheap. Everybody who wants a, a magazine-fed shotgun is just going to end up with that because they don't really That's know a, yeah. what they're looking for. So Zastava, you know, they're doing such a good job with their their forty-sevens importing those. Um, I don't really see them having a need for it, especially if it's not going to be used in a military style. But didn't uh, Zastava or Serbia just put a ban on all their imports?
0: Isn't Zastava here in the U.S.? Aren't they opening up a factory, or didn't they open up a factory here?
3: That I don't know. I just I just remember hearing a lot about Serbia putting uh, import bans on firearms. Uh, export bans.
0: Export from there.
3: Uh, sorry, export. Yes, my bad. Well, I don't know why that would be.
6: I mean, uh, there's no war over there. They're trying to become a. Uh, unless they trying to become like go walk and join the eu which their goal is to join eu
1: but um that's suicide
6: no it is but the problem is that, that all these little uh, little countries don't see that they think it's like they're struggling pensioners now going to receive the
1: german pensions and shit
3: yeah, Man, so this G-
1: Germany's gonna co- Germany they're gonna collapse pretty soon the, the German economy is gonna collapse. and you, just to, as to take a there's two things going on right now with new guns. all right. anybody who's listening' they're like, <laughs> I wish this company would come up with a new gun. Paul. Uh, yeah,
0: hold that up. look at your screen.
1: Oh, look, look, look what you got. You got the new book from Nicholas orr from
0: Nick Orr. look at that. Nice. Tarners. That's right.
1: <laughs> Evan's got
0: it? I don't have it.
3: Is, uh is yeah, that's so the, the, this the guy to this article. Arms. Uh, Serbia halts arms exports after US sanctioned the country's uh spy chief for alleged illegal arms trade. And that was on July 14, 2023. But it said it was there a 30 day go. export ban, so. Yeah. Oh, 30 whole days. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so like the governor like a of New Mexico,
3: CLA, so question, it, I would
6: say, it, not idiots. Obviously, you know the current administration and the one that wasn't the last one, but the the one before that. You know, obviously, they were they dream and uh, sleep and dream to, uh, you know, strip us all of uh, of guns and stuff, right? And one way that the executive branch can do it by uh, way of regulating the import into this country. Like with uh, sanctioning Kalashnikov USA and then uh, later, a year and a half later, mullet they got rid of 460,000 rifles coming in into, or shotguns and rifles coming into United States in one big swoop, right? So I would be, uh, God only knows what's going on over there with the uh, foreign um, manufacturers and what shenanigans going on, what kind of deals they making. Yeah. You know.
0: All right, last question. Let's wrap this up. B. Hurst, 87. Um, He says, again, all exclamation points. He's talking about because we did a shotgun last year, but that was last year, and we didn't have Marco on. And he says, yes, Marco better join. Which would you pick, Vepper 12s or dot, 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 and why? Love my Vepers still after a uh, love my vepper still after a twelve gauge myself. Uh, anyway, he loves his vepper. Um
6: Yes, if I if I, <laughs> great. I mean I'm on the same page with him. And uh I love my vepper. Uh if I was gonna join any I mean uh, participate in any kind of competition, I'll take that. Um that gone over just about anything and, and uh set up for high brass now. The shoot's excellent. I like the way it handles. I mean, I got more experience with it than any other twelve gauge. Even this uh whatever that is inner arms.
1: Yeah. But yeah, Vapor, I'll go Veper. with Veper.
0: Paul, what do you go with?
1: Oh, uh, for an AK shotgun?
0: Vapor twelve or I mean you pick anything. Dot dot dot. He does Oh
1: it. is somebody going I I didn't know if someone was gonna send me one. Yeah. Uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're like this other chick on here who wants somebody to send her something. All right.
1: Uh, no. Uh, the, the truth is, I don't have I don't have a lot of experience with the Vepra, so I can't speak to it. I'm sure they're great.
0: So, what shotgun would you no, go any with? Any
1: other shotgun that you would uh, prefer?
0: What shotgun you go with? Benelli.
1: Oh, well, yeah, you know, okay. uh, Mossberg 590. You know, I mean? but uh, I, I can run a shotgun. Uh, yeah, the, the 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 magazine-fed shotguns are are specialty tools. You know, they're they're not universal tools. They're specialty tools yeah, it's yeah. just because of their their design. Uh, I mean, they're great because you can shoot them super fast, but it, you know, the, it sucks because you have to carry these extra magazines, which I guess you just put them in a shoulder bag. That's all I would do is put them in a shoulder bag or something. Yeah. There are magazine pouches big enough for them. Uh, so they're not really a practical universal they're they're always going to be a specialty tool and they do have a place and we just need to understand where the, what that place is evan and if you if you play games
3: i like games uh so i have shot uh my buddy has a uh, sbs vet 12 and that thing is wonderful runs very well and absolutely love it love my sagas but uh if I were to like actually choose a shotgun to take into some type of situation, it would be my M4. That thing will run anything I put through it without having to adjust the gas. The and the issue, like Paul said, is just you know carrying around these extra mags. They're, they're giant. They're bulky.
5: Yeah.
3: Uh, it's a specialty purpose shotgun. They're a lot of fun to take out. Mag fed shotguns are a ton of fun, um, but there's certainly reliability issues with them.
0: So I'm with BMC 350. I would go with my Dissident Arms. I would get me a Dissonant Arms and run that. He's got a yeah. KL-12 Elite. It's the answer to all the questions. So, <laughs> Dissident Arms, there you go. That's what you need to run. Those are
3: beautiful shotguns. I definitely want one someday.
0: All right, so thanks to everybody uh, who sent in questions. If I didn't read your question, I apologize. Uh, but everybody's still eligible for a prize, so I'm going to go through here. And for the SIL one seal one and done uh anybody have a favorite question um that they want to re- reward them with a seal one clp cleaning kit anyone
3: uh i kind of like to come out in pla um just i've i've thought about zastava making something like that myself and that sort of sparked my
1: curiosity what are you holding up mark a, a knife
3: a pocket knife We'll, okay.
0: talk, we'll talk Naj, when we get off. So uh, come out and play. Is that what you said?
1: Yeah, the come out. Yeah,
3: PLA. I think it's a, a 3D printer. That's why the PLA.
0: Okay, so come out and PLA. You have won the Seal 1 uh, CLP cleaning kit. Uh, nice. Contact me. at gmail.com. Give me your uh, mailing address. We'll send that to you. So we've got a drinky drink for Mission First Tactical, and we've got a dump tray. Um, which is over here?
6: Does it have AK on it? The dump tray? Yeah. See.
0: It it'll oh, come yeah, with the awesome. it'll come with the it's not gonna have the Occam on there but it'll come well, there's
6: with. There's a lady holding an AK, right?
0: Well, I'm holding That's an the AK. sticker. That's,
6: but wasn't wasn't the lady asking saying who's gonna send me an AK?
0: There you go. So, boomstick babe. <laughs> You get it's dump
1: tray.
0: You get the talking lead dump tray, and I know she's into the guns and cleans her guns. So this will be good yep. for you to clean your guns on there, Alicia.
3: There you go. You got yourself an AK,
0: Alicia. You got you got you an AK from talking lead <laughs> AK corner. All right, how about the Mission First Tactical drinkware here, the big gulp? Hmm. Who do you, who do you think should get that?
3: looking through them right now. Cool. Yeah. Uh, the Isum E-S- 87 was good. Uh, he said, are AK shotguns typically as finicky as AR shotties? Uh, that was a good question. I haven't seen him. Oh, there you go. Questions. Let
1: me see, Paul. There
0: you go. Uh, Yars holding up your knives. Uh, how about <laughs> we go with that one? Okay. E-Sum?
3: Yeah, I mean, we there kind of go. talked about that. For a bit.
0: All right, Isam, you win the drinkware. So all the winners, email me talkinglit at gmail.com, and give me your addresses so that I can forward those so you get your prizes. And tell me what you won. You got to tell me what you won because I'm not going to remember. Yep. Um There we go. Do you guys want to give anything away? You got anything y'all want to give away this episode?
1: I don't, have, I don't have a new book this, or we don't have new books this week. You don't want
0: to give away one of your ARs? <laughs> You got a new AR? Come on.
1: <laughs> so yeah, there we me. go. We'll give, away. we'll give away. I'll get spikes to give. No, they're not spawning. <laughs>
0: I could use them as a sponsor if they want to sponsor. It'd be great. I'd love, love to have spikes on. Yeah, them. Would,
1: would that be great? I'd
5: love to
0: have you know,
1: them. My, what people need to understand is in this current climate, Everybody says, "Oh, wouldn't it be great if this company made blah 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 blah?" No one is investing in making anything new right now. They're not, not even investing
0: in advertising. So, <laughs>
1: yeah, they're
0: cheap bastards. The, yeah. yeah. All right, that does it, guys. Another great episode Woo-hoo. of the Talking Lead AK Corner. Big thanks to my guest Marco. Thank you so much for for taking the time and, and being on again, Paul.
1: Thank you. Love you, brother. From Student of the Gun.
0: Thank you, Paul Markle, Student of the Gun. And he's got his new, uh, say the name of the AR again.
1: Oh, it's the Lexington and Concord, an instrument of liberty.
0: Go Available to from
1: Spikes Tactical. Spike
0: I
6: wonder how many young people will understand that reference.
0: They'll Google it. I- Evan. <laughs>
6: Google it.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you appreciate, me
0: on. appreciate you joining us. You came prepared yeah. just like I knew you Thank would. Thanks for having me. And uh, be looking for our post on the giveaway. Uh, and make sure you go and enter for the giveaway. Yeah. And you've got the code entered. now. So get off my back <laughs> Eagle Piss. Eagle Piss is the code. <laughs> All right. So, what's, next, the,
6: what's the next one?
0: The next what? AK Corner. Oh, um, what is this? This is September, so October, we got like how what would be a good October episode? Well,
1: you don't so. forget, October 18th is National Hug Your AK Day.
0: Ah, Whoa. and we'll be coming out the 15th for the episode, so that would be good for you to be on in October so we can talk about the Hug Your AK Day.
1: Did you see the shirt design we just dropped? I didn't. Go go to show Marco, uh, or you can stop recording. But show Marco, uh, or you tell everybody. I just pull uh, it up.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'll pull it up now.
1: Um, tell me where to Go go, go directly to our, our shop sotgcom It,
6: S-O-T-G. it
1: should it be shop, the shop. Yes. Shop sotg Yes, So we're doing a brand new shirt for Hug Your AK Day, but it's a it's a pre order, and we're doing it one time. So. But I want you to see it, and I want to Is get your reaction.
6: Run, run, AKM.
1: Yeah,
0: there run you go, AKM. Nice. Dig That's it.
6: awesome, Paul. You know I'm a AK74 fan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I needed, I needed three letters, man. I needed three letters. I dig it.
0: So there you go, lead heads. Go check out. I
1: was good Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Come yeah, soon. let me go let me finish up, and
0: then we'll we'll continue our talking. So. Leadheads, uh, go and support all our sponsors, SIL1. Go to SIL1.com, use the code LEADHEAD, get 25% off. Mission First Tactical, LEADHEAD, you're going to get 20% off there. Factory 47 for our AK logoed shirts, hats, hoodies, LEDs, all the cool stuff. Factory 47 with a K, LEADHEAD, 10% off. Defiant Munitions, all caps, LEADHEAD, 10% off. Keltec, lowercase, LEADHEAD. 15% off, uh, and then 4Patriots, get prepared, stay prepared for all the disasters and and un, unforeseen disasters that, that happen in your life, forpatriots.com and all caps, Leadhead, 10% off your first purchase there. So until next month, Leadheads, which we'll decide what the episode's going to be, I think maybe Bayonets. We should talk Bayonets or
6: Oh, I was going to say. That's what That'd I was going to I love that idea. I love that yeah. idea. And it's I got them idea. all, too.
0: There you go. So Bayonets, next episode, Leadheads. See you then. We'll be
1: bringing the collection out. Yeah. And
0: it's the National Hug Your AK Day, so get ready for
1: that, too. Yeah, National Hug Your AK Day. Damn it, the entire day is ruined.
6: <laughs> I got so many.
4: Eagle Pairs.
6: <laughs> oh my god.